I don't care if you've been learning about the throat goat all night. If you up, smash that like button. Welcome to Black and Black Times Infinity. I'm your host, Cthulhu's Friday. Coming to you live. I'm ready for the stack. Look, I'm done with that shit on my left. The only thing in the world on this. I, I should have known he was going to go with that. I should have known, but I'm just going to put this out there. Nasty Reagan wasn't sucking dick in the White House. There you go. <laughs> As you take a sip. On my far right, if you're here on the one, two, don't leave it on the three, the four, the I kept, I kept thinking of throats my goats when you said that. <laughs> For some reason. <laughs> That's so disrespectful, but also she had a service. Yeah. Team. Apparently she did it well. Throw goat. Last but not least, we got your boy Blue. Uh, based on my browser history, I am definitely on Santa Claus naughty list. Damn! And any refreshment shit. I know. <laughs> Ban on that list. Damn. You, all right, we back up in this motherfucker. It's Christmas time. Uh, Chronos, you usually got some awesome-ass statistics for us. I do have some statistics for you. Uh, let's see. The listener of the week would be Pasha. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, and first in the chat would be nobody yet because we were super late. I'm sorry. We are going to be late. But was Pasha one of the Spice Girls, right? That's uh, Posh. Posh? <laughs> yeah. I had to read with my So, yeah. Technical issues. <laughs> no worries. We up in this motherfucker. Old Ninja, you know what it is, who you pouring it out for, and what is it that you pouring? Uh, I guess this week we'll pour out some, like, week. we'll start out with some week old 40 ounce of Modelo. We'll start out, uh, we're going to start out with uh, Vicente Fernandez, uh, a powerful Mexican singer known as El Rey, which means king. Uh, well, he was known as king of Mexico. Uh, he had an operatic sound accompanied by his mariachi band. Uh, he brought ranchera music, which emerged from the ranches of Mexico in the 19th century, to the rest of Latin America and beyond. Uh, he always performed in an elegantly embroidered costume of the Choro, or the Charo, Mexico's chivalrous <laughs> cowboy. No, not Hola, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> racist. Uh, <laughs> he had a music career that lasted for six decades. Damn. He had a series of industry accolades, including a place in the Billboard Latin uh, place in the Billboard Latin Music Hall of Fame, a star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame, three Grammy Awards, and eight Latin Grammy Awards. Damn. He sold tens of millions of copies of his albums, and he starred in dozens of movies. Uh, he continued to do concert tours up until his seventies. He died at the age of 81. No cause of death was given by his family. You know what I thought of immediately when you started talking about this dude? In my head, I pictured that dude from Coco. Yeah. Uh, Ernesto De La Cruz. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I was just like, I hope he ain't like, evil as that motherfucker. Yeah, he was an yeah. asshole. Oh, apparently <laughs> not. But he did drink on stage, though. But well, that makes sure. Ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this guy, was, I mean, this guy was, a, was a legend. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, I mean, he was semi-homophobic, but... <clears throat> I guess that's what's, as bad as it gets. What's really crazy about this story is that, like, literally the day before was the sweetest his birthday, and I played, like, him performing, like, Happy Birthday. Like, Ooh. I had it go over my Alexa system. <laughs> it was oh, right pretty on. funny, See, but then, like... Yeah. Oh, yeah, you just said her name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, right on. So you made somebody's, uh, she, she, yeah. she who must not be named go off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you woke up. 
Yeah. It's like, what you want? All right, keep, keep it going. Uh, next up, we have Kieko Nobumoto, uh, screenwriter behind the acclaimed anime series Cowboy Bebop and Macross Plus, uh, Wolf's, Reign, Wolf's Reign and Tokyo Godfathers. Tokyo Godfathers is not an anime, it's a live-action film. Uh, she first worked as a nurse before finding a job as a secretary at an anime company. Uh, she was already honing her skills as a writer, studying under Dragon Ball scribe uh, Takeo Koyama. Uh, working with uh, director Shinjiro Watanabe, she wrote scripts for his Shinjiro Champlo, Space Dandy, Carolyn Tuesday. Uh, she also worked in gaming, like serving as the scenario supervisor on Square's Kingdom Hearts. Uh, she passed away at the age of 57, reportedly after battling e- uh, esophageal cancer. Man, esophageal cancer? What the hell? Yeah, apparently she worked on uh, with Shinshiro Watanabe a lot. I mean, they they collaborated a bunch of times. So, and she's done some works. live action. I mean, you, you name Wait, what? You name basically all of his works. <laughs> yep. Yeah, but she also. I mean, I didn't know that he was part of um, Macross Plus. I didn't know that was him. So actually. I actually like that. <laughs> there's a oh, apparently they're re-releasing it in theaters. Apparently, so nice. You know, but R.I.P. to her. Uh, next up, we have Anne Rice, uh, probably best known as the Queen of Vampires. Uh, Anne Rice was an author of some of the most prolific Gothic vampire lore, uh, or modern vampire lore. <clears throat> her big success came in 1976 with the best-selling Vampire Chronicles novel series, which started with the book Interview with the Vampire. Uh, Thirteen books in total would make up the series. Uh, she got her master's degree from San Francisco State University, and both of her kids were born in the Bay Area. Bay Area. A lot of her works have been turned into films, such as the 1994 Interview, interview with the Vampire, which is being revived as a series, uh, Queen of the Dam, Exit to Eden, the Young Messiah and the Feast of All Saints, which was a Showtime miniseries. Uh, Rice wrote erotic books as well, such as her Sleeping Beauty series. Uh, she wrote a series of books based on Ramses, with a new book scheduled to be released in 2022. She died at the age of 80 due to complications due to a stroke, as reported by her son Christopher Rice. Mm. Real quick, and... uh, thank you, Maha Blurdy. Just uh, super chatted us. Um, also, real quick about Anne Rice, uh, she had some of the best badass, sexy ass vampires out there. No sparkly ones. They were treacherous. <laughs> they, were, they, were, they were all trying to fuck each other. It was great. Um, and right. also very homoerotic. Yeah. And if you watch, um, it goes the noise. Uh, if you watch Interview with the Vampire, where they have the actual Interview with the Vampire <laughs> is my stepdad's old clothing shop. So. Oh yeah. no shit. Yeah, it was in the mezzanine. I know. And right about this, where, where I think Seas Candy might be still there, but it's on like marketing something but yeah he was right that was exactly where his shop was nice uh, this is in louisiana or is this somewhere else san francisco oh san francisco okay in the rare oh that's right he yeah. tells the story he tells the story he starts in san francisco with the story yeah yeah, yeah. i haven't seen that movie in ages so i, I don't remember but yeah that's awesome super chatted twice thank you uh, <laughs> oh, there you go. appreciate it Dude, I've never read any of her books or even did an audiobook of hers. I'm like really? looking through her list. I'm like, I haven't, I haven't read any of her work. And yeah, she's yeah, got a lot. I read any of them. Uh, I mean, I see her movies. I don't, I don't, I haven't read any of her books as well. So, I think I read a couple. Yeah. Uh, I read a bunch of like 
long longer-ish series when I was in Iraq is I mean what was I gonna do I worked out read books play video games and worked but uh mm. yeah I read, read a few of those on like a e-reader it looks like she uh, it's she had a reader book, a book coming out next year uh part of the yeah, that's what that's what I, I I, that's already. what I just said I was My like, bad I wasn't like, listening yeah it's just like <laughs> the last thing I said uh and then last but not least we have bell hooks born gloria jean watkins uh she was a she was an author but she also was an author who brought black women's voices to uh the feminist perspective uh she wrote numerous books as well as children's books uh she also taught at uh university of california at santa cruz for a little bit and she also taught uh, where's the other one? I, I just lost it. Oh, uh, well, she taught at, a, oh, San Francisco State University and Yale. So she taught there, and then Oberlin College, and then City College of New York, teaching uh, the black women's perspective on feminism. Her first book, or her first major work, Ain't I a Woman, Black Woman and Feminism, garnered her numerous attention as well as fame. Uh, she continued to work throughout up until 2018, which was her last adult book that she published. She has at least 45 books, I think this is. Adult book sounds like she was writing erotic shit. She could have. Oh, well, check this out. There's a book called Real to Reels, Race, Sex, and Class at the Movies. So there you go. There you go, Prodigy. Right. Uh, she died of kidney failure at her home in Kentucky. At the age of 69. That's not that old. Yeah. And that's, that's all she wrote, folks. All right. Well, quick, quick thing. Quick thing. Uh, I was looking up Anne Rice, a little bit of her of her book, but she apparently wrote a short story that was in Playboy. Hmm. I'm trying to find it. Can't find it. It's hard to find. Holy shit. She's written a lot of stuff. She's Yeah, uh, it think... was like a... She wrote a short story that ties into the uh, interview of the Vampire series. Nice. I wonder what it was about. Yeah. Anyway. Alright, guys. What y'all want to jump into first? Goddamn, there's a whole bunch going on this week. Hold on. You brought you started this off. Are we going to talk about this or not? <laughs> Set it up. Set it up. <laughs> so, uh, apparently the internet has like a shorter memory now because of there's everyone has ADHD or COVID. something. I don't know. So, the way I'll break it down, because uh, Prodigy jumped onto this bandwagon over the weekend. So, someone, it started out with Ben Shapiro's sister trying to slut shame Madonna at the age of 63. Someone countered and showed Nancy Reagan at the age of 64 and claimed that she was doing her thing, sucking all kinds of dick at the MGM Studios when she was an actress. Come to find out, they posted a transcript from a 1991 book of an unauthorized biography that uh, supported this claim. So everyone jumped on top of this, even though it was already Twitter fire back in 2015. The book was about in 1991. Apparently, people forgot. It resurged over the weekend, so now people are up in their feelings that when Nancy Reagan was like in her early 20s on the Hollywood movie set, she was out there sucking dick. And apparently she was the best at it, at least at MGM, 
which yeah. because they're going to kick her out of roles, she's like <laughs> they're so good that she got roles. They even claim like one of I forgot his name. He was the head of MGM, super famous dude. He said that she couldn't act, but they gave her roles because she sucked off him. All the executives. <laughs> I know. It's, I know. Everyone says you know the first lady. She did a bunch of stuff in the '80s with her role as the first lady. But man, this is some fucking wildness shit. This was hilarious. Um, yeah, I, I I will say this. I guess I missed the 2015 breakdown or the 1991 breakdown or whatever. But I I was like, why is she fucking trending on Twitter? <laughs> you know, randomly on a Sunday morning or Saturday or something like that. <laughs> And then I was like, oh. Oh, this is even more hilarious. I'm looking into this a little bit more. And Mm. apparently Ronald Reagan's daughter, uh, Patty Davis, she was Mm -hmm. on Playboy. She's on the cover of Playboy. Yeah, she's on someone's like, she does the, doesn't she do the Michelle Pfeiffer system thing? Someone's holding her titties or something? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, she does the same thing. So her sister, her daughter, and her did not get along. It wasn't Michelle Pfeiffer. It was Janet Jackson. They both did, didn't they? They they do the same. No, kind of... no, no, no. He's talking. Yeah, he's right. Blue's right. That's the Janet yeah. Jackson if cover. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I'm, I misunderstood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Getting your, you're getting your titties confused. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Uh, my titties mixed up. You're right. I mean, unless you, when... unless you're when... joking, I think in 2021, like you shouldn't be like shaming somebody for like their sexual proclivities. Like you probably have some shit that you do that you do yourself that you're into that you probably want nobody to fucking know. And guess what? Now they're gonna look for it. So, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, if you, if you think about it, I mean, her head game was so strong that she ended up being the first lady of the United States. So damn, God damn. Why, why, I mean, to, why do you hate? <laughs> to be to be known for it. I mean, wow, you know, holy shit. Um, oh, hold on, real quick. I, Sorry, I gotta interrupt one more time. Uh, thank you, Candle Guru, for uh, the donation. We appreciate it. We get a whole bunch of right. super chats tonight. Sorry. Right that's on. Awesome. No, that's awesome. But to be known for it, like. Yeah, again, to be known for it, you know, that that's pretty wild. I I guess I fucking missed it from back in the day, nineties, twenty fifteen, whatever the fuck it was. I missed this shit, and um, you know, it 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 was a surprise. It was kind of wild, um, you know, kind of wild. Hey, it, I mean, wild. it was it was it was real wild, but it was just it was hilariously funny. And some people got all butthurt about it. Look, she's been gone for several years now. You she's know, been gone for. What it, Right? Decade, right? Yeah, yeah. decade. Yeah, she's for a minute. I don't know when. I don't. Want, I don't know when the fuck she died. Um, but it, none of that fucking matters. Uh, you know, don't be fucking sticks in the mud. It, you know, something comes out, uh, and whether it was just rumors back in the day from decades ago or not, that shit is hilarious. I mean, throat goat, like <laughs> known on them streets for the best head. Mm-hmm. That's wild as fuck to be. Yeah. So the author of the book, she doesn't go into like graphic detail. So you can actually, well, the author of the book is Kitty Kelly. She goes on, um, what is it? Good, not it's one of those like day, daytime talk shows or nighttime talk shows. I want to say it was twenty twenty. Uh, I couldn't tell, but I watched the majority of her interview. She tried to keep it mostly respectful, but she she really goes deep into nancy reagan's relationship with frank sinatra and about how like he had like private access to the white house because she was super enamored with him and like apparently she was uh she had ocd about scheduling and he was the only person that was not on the schedule and people refuted her and she's like no i knew she literally had a list she's like i knew this aid that aid this person 
um, chief of staff knew. They all knew. They snuck him in through the back. She had all. She had like all this telltale stuff about what she was doing. About her being promiscuous in her twenties. She's like, well, she wanted to put it out there that Nancy wasn't the only one doing this kind of thing. Like apparently, I mean, it was it was the fifties. And if you're a pretty lady, you're probably subjected, unfortunately, to these predator predatory men that were like, "Hey, if you want to be, you know, a star in Hollywood, you gotta you gotta suck some dick." Apparently, because Nancy Reagan was 2021, you know, whatever, because this just yeah. what happens in the industry. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it's yeah, just no. like the, the casting couch is real. Yeah, <laughs> it's fucked up. So I mean, it's it's still crazy that. You know, I mean, it's not necessarily refuted. I mean, I mean, her daughter didn't like her. Like they fought all the time, even though when her dad got sick, they kind of reconciled. But she still, she was spilling tea back in the '80s about what was going on. So some pretty wild shit. You know, again, <laughs> I don't know how you, if you're the daughter or whatever, coming thirty years, you know, twenty five, thirty years later or whatever. Um, you can comment on what your mama was doing in her twenties and shit. Like you don't fucking know unless somebody right. was telling you. You know? What I mean? Oh no, no. She was. She just like, uh, just like what was going on during the White House. Not about what she was doing then. Oh, yeah. Well, she can comment about Frank Sinatra. Yeah, because she was, you know, probably saw him on the cuff or whatnot. And then um, just like just certain things that maybe other people had said to her. But yeah. she, her and her mom, apparently, they they. <laughs> it seemed like they hated each other. So, well, and I'm just gonna quickly say this though. I mean, I don't know why people in 2021 always like to pretend that this never happens, but it, there's mm. this phenomenon of like groupies actually occur. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, if you're a male celebrity, there's groupies. Like, it it does happen. That is a legitimate thing. Yes, there's a separate thing like what you were talking about, old ninja, in terms of. You know, uh, predatory stuff and casting couch and all that. I, I get that. But there's also just folks that want to give you head because you're famous or rich. True. I mean, and it, it may have a, it may have applied to Nancy Reagan with Frank Sinatra. And the pictures with the two of them with Reagan, actually all of them, they all have new meaning now. Yeah. <laughs> I want to say something fucked up right now. But uh, I wonder if she, like, wanted to give... Uh, a job to a, a black guy and he was like no nah, i ain't down with you white chicks and that's why she had her her war against rap music and all the <laughs> oh no i'm pretty sure mr t had something to do with bite it i'm pretty sure her and mr t had something going on he might he she might have used her teeth on him or something I don't know. well i always associate the anti-rap stuff with mostly tipper gore. yeah tipper gore. oh yeah, yeah. you know because yeah. uh, she she was the one uh, quoting prince lyrics to congress and shit on c-span I mean, you know I associate the Reagans mm. with, you know, the war on drugs, you know, incarceration, fucking, That's, what, yeah. what else did they mess up? They messed up a whole bunch of things uh, back then, and it was just like, you know, that's their their legacy, so I can't say many good things about them now. Yeah, I think the best thing is Tipper Gore trying to partially recite two lap crew lyrics, where she couldn't <laughs> she couldn't even finish it. She's like, oh my god, I can't say this word, I'll say, oh my god. But she was all hella mad. That's just crazy. Yeah, but I'm I'm convinced Nancy was a throat goat in her day. Uh, you can't tell me otherwise. You can't disprove it. <laughs> what you know what I mean? It you happened. can bust it on a Ouija board. Hey, Nancy, were you... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. 
Oh, damn. <laughs> then, then you're going to be haunted by your spirit. Everywhere you go, you're going to feel like a little tingle on your balls or something. Yeah. <laughs> That's all, man. That's terrible. Down there man. juggling them. Oh, you got to cuff the ball. Baby, it's cold in the attic. <laughs> how, how do we start off the podcast talking about a dead former first lady and her sucking all kind of dick? That's that's gonna yeah. be the dankest in the world. Come on now. Right, this is true. We got live up to. We got standards to stand stand by. Else I guess you're scared to do this content. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh my god! You know? Okay. Let. Throat got to get discussed. You know it. You knew it. You knew it. I did. I knew I, it was coming. I love that somebody made a, a meme of uh, Pete Davis with uh, Nancy Reagan. Oh. Oh, the, the, the meme world is fucking on point when it comes to things like this, but uh, that Pete Davis want to have you rolling just because yeah. been uh, dating goddamn. One... And she was, and she was yeah. minding her own goddamn business being dead. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> some fucking Shapiro's sister was like, this was a classy lady in her 60s. And everybody was like, wait a minute. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah look, remember what she was doing. Too. Yeah, that's all bad. That's all bad. I oh, mean, man. damn. I, right. I think the two best memes out of that was uh, the Doc Brown, because there's a scene from uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> there's a scene from Back to the Future where he asks who's the president in 1985, and someone's all like, oh, you know, it's Ronald Reagan, and he married Nancy Reagan. He married the throat coat? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so like, bad. oh, shit. That's awesome. All right. Uh, we got all kind of good news to get into. Uh, for old school, let's start with a little gaming. Old school uh, Splinter Cell fans are happy, finally. Like, for the first time in a decade plus, right? You know what's funny is I've never played that game because I was like, that's definitely not Solid Snake. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. This is true. This is true. But they had a bunch of games in Splinter Cell. And, I mean, they had some some fans. He wasn't Solid Snake. You're, you're right. But um, a whole he bunch of people have, were looking forward to this. He does have a following. He does have a following, yeah. Yeah. And, like, it's kind of, it's kind of fucked up because you have um, uh, Rainbow Six, right? Oh, yeah. So, he, oh, yeah. there's, like, a... I'm, I'm pretty sure there's a Sam Fisher Rainbow Six mission in the game. Oh yeah. Uh, there's uh, there's one in um, Ghost Recon. Ghost Recon has a Sam Fisher mission, so it's not really him because you can't be him, but you work with him with your mm. characters. So it's kind of it's like a tease. So now we're getting something kind of new, kind of shorter. Yeah, no, I I'll, think uh, supposedly it's a remake. Go ahead, Chronos. Yeah. Sorry. I was just gonna say, I, I was reading that is made by the same team, or the same team that made uh, Far Cry Six is making the, the remake mm -hmm. of Splinter Cell, which is cool because Far Cry Six is quite good. There you go. What was the last game of theirs? Splinter Cell Black or something like that? I don't know. I, didn't, I never played any of them. Uh, I don't know. I have Chaos Theory, the co-op one. That's actually pretty good. That's really stealthy. I mean, that is like one of those solid co-op like. You need to, if you get caught, you restart all the way from the fucking beginning. <laughs> I, I can't remember exactly how long it truly has been. I'll look it up while, while we're talking, but I was glad to see it. I was like, hey, you know, if you can bring back something and it's good, we'll see if it's good. We don't even have a trailer or anything like that. But if it's good, then maybe it'll satisfy that stealth combat kind of itch that we all have since we ain't getting no more Metal Gears, at least not for right now. Yeah. See, I remember playing uh, Splinter Cell on the on the PSP. That game was a lot of fucking fun. Just 
portable st going around stuff like taking out enemies and stuff like that the game was pretty fun on the psp i think that was like that game didn't get credit as much credit as it should have but i never um, played it on the any of the other consoles though i think the psp was the only version i've ever played hmm. yeah i have chaos theory i have like some other weak ass one but i think the last one was double agent or conviction one of those two it's been a while um did so did y'all even see this uh the video game awards or any of this shit happened last thursday i saw something that yeah i, I didn't well fun. it's funny i didn't watch like the whole thing the thing that i watched is like the the video of uh the enemy song by imagine dragons because they did live and mm. that song fucking slaps <laughs> if, you, if you ever watch uh the arcane Mm -hmm. which is a great show it's the the intro song it's like one of the perfect songs for that show and they do it live i thought that was pretty dope but i, I saw like the oh, cool. uh some of the some of the winners do we have a list of those them up or uh i i'm looking at a separate list Hang i thought on. it was funny I that like, returnal was like nominated for it and don't get me wrong returnal wasn't bad but it got to the point where it's just like unless i can like sit down for a solid eight fucking hours straight and play this game like i'm not gonna beat it you know what i mean because <laughs> Like, because I, I kept pausing it and then, like, putting my thing in rest mode and then something would update, even though I told not to update, our pilot edge would happen, and I'd lose all my shit. Like, everything. I I don't I don't know if it's confirmed because I haven't played that one at all, but I thought that they did a patch or an update to make to give it a save button. They mm -hmm. did, but, you know, now I have to go back and play it. You know, it's just, it, it to me, that should have been from the get-go, especially now that yeah. I'm, like, sort of in, like, the rogue, rogues-like games, you know. Um, after I started playing, what was that game? Uh, Hades. I was like, Hades. "Why isn't it like this? Like, this is this is this is the way to do it." <laughs> and that, that when I started playing Hades, I was like, "You know what? Fuck this game." So, and especially like the the actual getting decent weapons and then losing everything and like your upgrades don't hold hold over and stuff like that. You know, for like your weapons upgrades, that, that, that gets really annoying. Yeah, I can tell. Um, I go ahead, Olden. Did you find something? Yeah, I, I got it. Yeah, I got. Uh, it looks like the full list is kind of strange. I don't know. I know this game. These games. Some of these games were out already. Yeah, a lot of them are out. Uh, is there? There's a lot of categories. We want to just get to some of the big go ones. Game of the well, year. Go, game of the year was the game big of the one. year was It Takes Two. So this co-op game. It's. Uh, it I heard that game like, was really good. Yeah, it looks like a a weird like marriage counseling game that you yeah. like you play together to like rekindle your romance. I guess it's like a couple, they're like fighting, so something pulls them into some weird alternate world where they have to work together in order to survive. And like apparently, it, it's, it's, it's it works. <laughs> I guess it's, it's like it's like it's like Portal, <laughs> like when you play Portal in two player. It's basically it's, it almost feels like that. Like I see some of the gameplay stuff like that. It looks it looks really fun. It definitely so, looks like a game you can play with like your spouse because like there's a lot of like his things and her things that that you can do. Yeah, and they like, have some funky marital marital like comments and stuff that they say. It's also like you're shrunken too. You're like inside of like Honey I Shrunk the Kids kind of world. You have to like f you know solve these puzzles to survive. It's okay. Yeah, I was happy to see you know something that's kind of a smaller game you know what i mean when that, that's fine you know more power to them i haven't played this one quite yet i thought it was free on at least the ps4 version on ps plus one of these years because i think i have it in my library i just never played it I well, this game sworn. just came what, out what though. game are you talking about 
it takes two. Oh, it, takes yeah, two. it came out yeah. this year. Yeah, but do you have? You guys have it in your uh, your PlayStation library? No, mm -hmm. because I didn't buy it. The fuck is how that works? No, but <laughs> I, I could have sworn it was in like the collection or PS Plus or something. No, I don't, for I don't, one of those months. I, maybe you're thinking mm -hmm. of a different game. I don't think it was. Maybe it was. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't think it was. Okay. Yeah. Wow, it's got um, like on like all the different like platform not platforms but all the different like uh, gaming sites like it's got nines and. Mm -hmm. Nines and fives, like it's it did pretty well. Yeah, uh, it also won best multiplayer game, beating out Back for Blood, which I thought was going to take it. Um, the game that's, that's nominated, game the game that's nominated the most at the awards, only won one award, and that was Deathloop. Which is a shame. Like I'll talk about Deathloop because I'm into the game now, and I get it. It's a really good game. <laughs> I, I, I can see why IGN yeah. gave it a ten. I, I'm surprised it didn't win more stuff. Yeah, it was nominated the most and only won Best Art Direction. Hmm. Um, uh, a surprise for me was Guardians of the Galaxy that won Best Narrative. So I was yeah, like, I don't oh, know that okay. game came out already. Yeah, it came out like about a month or so I ago. got it right here. Not too long ago. What's yeah, uh, Metroid there? Dread won Best Action Adventure. Hmm. Uh, really Forza 5 won two awards, Best Innovation and accessibility as well as audio design um there's no i guess it's the so there's an award for best ongoing game and final fantasy 14 won that one that's an mmo uh, right yeah i believe so i would imagine uh and then best community sort was also final fantasy um best anticipated game probably like this was elden ring oh nice <clears throat> um let's see and then uh the oh, same like, game one for best uh, oh. independent game. Uh, oh, Kena. Kena. Yeah, that game was Kena. so good. Yeah. Yeah, it won two awards. It won best independent game and best debut indie game. That's great. Good for them. Good shout out to Ember Labs. Yeah, and then uh, your girl Maggie Robinson, who's the voice of Lady Dimitris from Resident Evil Village. She won best performance. Yeah, that's nice. Uh, yeah, that, that game did get nominated for a game of the year too, so I was glad to see that. Yeah, uh, Returnal won best action game, and then uh, I didn't know that there's this was a category, but best VR game went to Resident Evil Four. Oh shit! Okay, yeah, that's crazy. That's cool that that's that's a category now, but they it's it shows it as best VR AR game. Mm -hmm. But that's still pretty cool. Some of these games look kind of cool. I want to try in VR. Uh, let's see. So they have like stuff like best esports game was League of Legends. Not, I'm not really surprised by that one. Uh, I wonder if they've seen a bump since Arcane because Arcane was so goddamn good and so, uh, yeah, like exciting and like a really good uh, dipping of your toe into that world or whatever. I wonder if people said, you know, hey, let me try League of Legends, even though it doesn't look anything like Arcane, obviously. Yeah. And then uh, Player's Choice Award went to Halo Infinite. Oh, good shit. And then there's some other ones on. I don't understand. So the, I think it was a tie for Best Game Studio, Game, game Direction, which was Bethesda and Arcane Studios, I, I suppose. It says Best Game Direction. It has two different studios, so maybe it was a tie. Oh, maybe that was – wasn't that for Deathloop then? Possibly. Honestly, I don't know. So uh, but, I'm reading some of these, like the accessibility one. And mm -hmm. if y'all have played... What does that mean? Accessibility. Like, so there's 
there's been a huge push, which is good uh, for people that have various, you know, disabilities. Disabilities? Yeah, playing games. And so they make things more accessible for them. So, like, when you first get... Uh, this is the first game I ever played like this, but in Far Cry 6, when you first boot the game up, it tells you everything on the screen. Everything on the screen. Mm-hmm. Like, it's talking to you. And then it asks you if you want to turn it off. And then it has, like, all these other accessibilities. Mm-hmm. They have, like, um, colorblind mode. They have all these other, like, control schemes. They have all these things. And it's, like, right at the very beginning. And I I think a lot of games probably have those somewhere in the menus systems. But having it, like, bam, like, right in the very beginning, like, hey, like, you, if you need help, like, you can get help in the very beginning. You don't need somebody to help you figure this shit out and just having them talk this is how i know now that it really is the cross not the x button it's the fuck to me it was the x button because the cross goes like this and x goes like that i'm just saying i don't know why they call it a cross button but <laughs> apparently it's a cross button yep uh back for blood did the exact same thing like as soon as you booted it up it was talking to me through the instructions mm-hmm. and all this stuff nice and I, it kind of threw me off at first i was like whoa but um obviously figured it out and it was, it was great but yeah, more power to them. It's not something that I thought about, of course, because I don't need them personally. But if you can bring more people in that want to play games and have fun, that's awesome. Yeah, it's actually kind of cool because, like, we saw this with like with like Netflix when Daredevil came out because people were mm-hmm. saying like, how come you guys don't have like the ability? I mean, the show's about a blind person. Like, you don't have the ability for blind people to enjoy the show. But then eventually, Netflix went back and just rewound the tape, doing the the correct audio on there with the the. Was it like the audio descriptions? I think that's what mm-hmm. it's called. Yeah, but, that's um, yeah, like I, I think that's cool. Like it's actually pretty cool to listen it, listen to it that way. But uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, it, you get more, you get more customers basically. Like you have these features, more customers will come and play, and it just makes it open for everybody, which is great. If you build it, they will come, just like they came for the throat god. Damn! <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, so what they showed, I've I, I seen bits and pieces of this, uh, like, trailers for new games for 2022 and beyond. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a lot I just want to pick up. I don't know if y'all... Dude, Star Wars Eclipse, to... man. What the fuck are you doing? Don't, don't fuck well, around. No, well, hold on. Hold on. I'm not fucking around. Just slow your roll. There's a lot of on here. I don't know if y'all caught all of these, but definitely Star Wars Eclipse piqued my interest uh, because one, it, it's a High Republic game, and then two, this is by Quantic Dream, the guys that did um, Heavy Rain and um, Beyond Two Souls, the uh, Elliot Page game. Didn't they do Detroit so, too? I believe so, but I'm I'm. I think it might have been another studio, but uh, playing those games, there's kind of like not a whole lot of... It's more like um, dialogue, and you have to do context like buttons to like get the action going, kind of. You don't have too much control over your character, so I'm just like, oh. I mean, it's exciting that this is set in this era. We're going to see new characters and stuff, So, but the gameplay, because I'm familiar with, will be strange. I know that the storyline will probably be really messed up. You're probably going to have to make some really messed up, morally ambiguous decisions during the game. There's no been, there's has not been a set release for this game, but the trailer's really long and it looks kind of crazy. I want to so. see somebody have sex with a lightsaber. That's what I want to see. You anyway. mean just watch someone die? Maybe <laughs> <laughs> some rock monster. Well, fucking uh, on Twitter, motherfuckers are doing these these Star Wars videos and they're grabbing a fucking saber, and people in the chats are always getting fucking pissed off. It's like you can't grab the goddamn saber. 
<laughs> That's all bad. Uh, there's a Wonder Woman game coming. Yeah. There's like a minor teaser trailer I saw. Um, a game that has been it's still in development. It won't come out until 2023. It's Alan Wake it's... 2, an actual sequel to Alan okay. Wake. Jump back to Wonder Woman. Is Gal Gadot associated no. with it, or is it just own thing? I don't believe so. It looks, I mean, just from the teaser kind of thing, it looks like it's semi, possibly semi inspired in, ter- in terms of the armor looking kind of kind of similar or whatever. But uh, I don't think it's, it's Gal's actual voice or whatever. But I'm just excited to have a fucking Wonder Woman game, especially since AC or Assassin's Creed Odyssey was so good. And that was like the closest thing we've gotten to like an open world Wonder Woman game. So it's awesome. I wonder. I wonder if uh, Cronus' girl is going to do the voice work for her, because she does uh, the voice work for, like, the DC oh, animated uh, series. For Zara Dawson. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe. Uh, great job. Speaking of Rosario, they showed a trailer for Dying Light 2 that featured nothing but Rosario Dawson. So, uh, apparently that's out in February of 2022. Yeah, well... Uh, all the fans will believe it when they see it. This game has been pushed back for years. Remember, the first one dropped in 2015, goddammit. And this one was supposed to be out, I think, in 2017 or 2018. And it's just push, push, push. So we'll see. Uh, yeah. We'll I see. I the game uh, comes out great. They should come out like a lot of the bullshit games we've had in the past. Yeah, I mean, you never know. Uh, Telltale is doing a couple of games. Uh, one of them is The Expanse. They're doing the Telltale series with yeah. The Expanse, and wow. they're doing. They're also doing a Star Trek game, nice. which wow. will be interesting. There's a tra- the Star Trek one I saw the trailer for. It, it didn't show so, too much. So wait, is Telltale back? Or I thought they were them. Them folks were bankrupt. They found some money. Like, I thought somebody bought them out. Yeah, I think someone might have bought them, them out. Okay. Yeah, I think someone bought them and rebranded right. them slightly. But they're doing an expansion game and a star and a Star Trek game. So should their be... website still work? <laughs> <laughs> and the first thing that pops up uh, is expanse. Cool. Oh, there you go. Uh, the other one that kind of there me on the bottom it says uh, LCG Entertainment Inc. So yeah, I'm guessing they're part of them now. Um, so the one that was weird, because I thought it was a movie, but it's a freaking, um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre game, and I'm just like, this is probably just gonna be just like, um, uh, the Jason game, which was good, yeah, Friday the 13th was actually pretty fun, uh, I played a lot with Stitch, uh, Stitch would show me how to survive, and we managed to survive where everyone everyone else got cut the fuck up, (laughs) so it was actually pretty interesting, it looks like this might be along the same way. Um, but we'll see. I mean, it was only just like a cinematic trailer. There was no gameplay. Um, I don't know if you guys saw the Suicide Squad trailer where they showed actual gameplay this time. It didn't look like gameplay from what I saw. Maybe I, maybe I the ones the with one. the uh, where King Shark was had the minigun. It was like jumping and smashing people, eating people on the on the thing uh, on the the thing where they battle the Flash. You didn't? Did you see that I one? It. I got it. maybe I didn't. Yeah, there's the one where they battle the Flash and they're trying to shoot him. Like, he's running a circle and they're all trying to shoot around him. There's some Harley um, fighting where she's got her bat beating people up. Um, they showed some Captain, Captain Boomerang stuff. It looks like he has some kind of buff or something. But he looks like he can uh, 
like people can lob stuff at him and he hits it and it like hits other people's kind of crazy and it it looked interesting it looks like the battle will be cool and it's four players so um it's dropping pretty soon this one might be might be a day one for me but we'll see um what was the other one that was i don't know was there ones that you guys saw that might have paid oh the forespoken that was the other one did y'all see this one yes. it's a it looked i mean i've been interested in that game since it was the other name it was something else else's project oh something. project ana or something Kana, whatever. No, I was I'm sorry, that. Project Anus. We talking about throw code again? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> right. I know she got into the backdoor game. <laughs> yeah, I mean this this game. Well, then we also. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to bring up another game. <laughs> no, this uh, Forspoken looks really good because uh, first of all, on the technical level, it looks excellent. So I think it's using the the latest or the newest Unreal Engine. So <clears throat> it looks amazing, and the main character seems to be very mobile. And has like a whole bunch of like crazy ass powers that she can use. So, so we'll see. And then I also saw like some backlash about like the way they were trying to explain like the ethnic background of the main character in like really odd terms. So, yeah, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see when the game comes out what it's what it's all about. But the, the gameplay looks really good and the graphics look amazing. What made it? Odd? I haven't heard about like the odd stuff. What, were, what I gotta bring it, it up. Hold on. They were like, I mean, so it's basically a African American female lead written by white writers so people are like well how are you going to represent an african-american female are you consulting are you doing this i guess their kind of consultant was the actress herself but she's not a writer so i guess they just kind of conferred with her a little bit um it's interesting to note that amy henning very famous for the uncharted series wrote the groundwork and the lore for the world but not the main character so that she like st- started their baseline they build on top of her work so what i mean i mean i not that it's the same medium but i always go back to brian michael bendis created and wrote uh miles morales mm-hmm. yeah. wasn't, there, wasn't there a white guy maybe the movie or something i can't remember but wasn't there a white guy pretending to be a black woman was that like a movie plot or something, or is that like I can't recall real life shit? That sounds like an episode of. Uh, yeah. And like he was, he was called out for it too because somebody discovered who he was. Maybe I think that's that's, that's something more like a movie. Oh, it's okay, <laughs> go, go, go back to the game. God damn it! This goes to it goes back to Kotaku. So maybe let me just rewind a little bit. So someone comes comes from Kotaku, it might be a little bit of over overblown. And apparently, somebody said that the the main character had a hip hoppy walk, and that people mm-hmm. are up in arms about. It. I'm like. Okay. What the like, fuck? It's not a big deal. And it's Project Athia is what it was called before. Oh, or Athia. I think it's Athia, but yeah, I don't really she has a hip hoppy walk, whatever. I don't she didn't seem like she had a hip hoppy walk to me when I was when they were showing the uh, Yeah, the that's why I, so. I didn't understand. But I mean she's uh, like, did, I read the article earlier. Uh, apparently the um that uh writer as well as a writer for IGN they had some concerns they're like, well, how are you going to, you know, address this hip happy walk? And they're talking about the the main character's origin. Apparently, she's got like a criminal past and just like a bunch of negative stuff. So it's like, uh... I haven't read any of this shit. But either either you want some black characters in, in gaming, or you know, people of color, female characters. Either you want that, 
or you don't. And, and it sounds like Kotaku might be shitting on one of the few black female lead characters. Is that what I'm hearing? No, I, well, they're the concerned thing. that representation will be a little too on the negative side. Well, no, they're saying that it said, while all these high-profile names are well and good, especially for a previous association with crapping their AAA games, last I checked, none of them were black people. All right, like, I get it, but at the same time, like, you need to have inroads somewhere. So we're lucky to have some, <laughs> you know what I mean, to have a, a, a black female protagonist in this game. The fact that none of the, you know, makers of the game were black, um, yeah, it's sort of problematic, but, I mean, we'll see how the game is. Like... I'll talk about Deathloop in a little bit, but I don't know who the fuck wrote Deathloop. Um, if it was somebody black or not, I know the guy. Mm. I know the guy who voiced him is black, and he definitely speaks. Uh, this is like the blackest fucking game made besides God of War. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good joke if you think about it. I'm just saying. Um, but yeah, I mean, we, we, you can't have you know, you're not going to have an entirely black studio today. Like it's just it's not going to happen. Will we get there someday? I hope, but that's not today. So yeah. we shouldn't get overly angry about the fact that, you know, the entire studio from top to bottom isn't full of, you know, diverse people. I mean, we're, we're trying to get there. Let's just keep it going. But when you have shit like this, where they make a game with a black female protagonist and you're talking shit about it before it even comes out, you know what it makes them do? Hmm. Maybe I don't want to make a game with a black female protagonist anymore because I get too much goddamn flack about it. Now, if it's super, you know, now if the game comes out and it's like super like stereotypical or something like that then yeah, maybe we'll have some voice of complaints. But right now, we only have a couple minutes of gameplay and a couple of, you know, a couple of videos. So let's hold that sort of criticism, criticism until the actual game comes out. I see that there's a, uh, a Lord of the Rings Gollum game that's coming out next year. There is. That's, been, that's another one that's been in development. Because that one got pushed back too. Wait, I got a question. Rewind it a little bit. Does like, does Megan the Stallion have a hip hop walk? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, she just walks. Like, I'm, I'm genuinely <laughs> curious now. What is a fucking hip hop walk? Let's, let's get into that. You know what? Thinking about, like, thinking about that makes me think of that, like, that there's like a video out there where, like, a white lady teach you how to, like, too. Yeah. <laughs> how to dance, like, hip hop or something like that. She's like, I love that one. <laughs> yeah. you gotta so, uh, <laughs> I do want to say that the, it wasn't the, uh, Writers from Kutaku that said this, or the game makers that said this. But she had a hip hop walk. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, that's what. <laughs> so that's what put them. That's what put them in a cringeworthy thing, or cringeworthy mode, as they say. And I'm just like, okay, well, is the game any good? Does she like speak in Ebonics or something? Like, what the fuck? So I, I mean, I understand the concern because they want to be like, well, why does she have like? <laughs> so it's a little funky. <laughs> I look, this way. I look up hip hop. But they walk. have. Hold on, just real quick. The nails just. I pull up hip hop walk, and what do you think the first thing that pops up happens? What what, the the, what is the ethnic group? Do you, the ethnic group of the person that you think is going to show the hip hop walk? A white person. One hundred percent. Now I'm going to show a video. This is uh. This will be exhibit A. <laughs> Let me see if I can show it. To all right, you. we can't see it, but. Oh no, no, I'll pull it up for all you guys. Uh, yeah, I was going to share. Yeah. Super in audio land. Uh, somebody's like, doing what the, the fuck uh, is happening? The hip hop walk. 
I love that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a hip hop walk, apparently. What, what is happening? <laughs> yeah. The hell? <laughs> you have to watch this. Oh my god! You have to watch the video. Of the oh man, the shoulder. Oh, yeah. The shoulder Dude. lean. This is a blonde woman in like combat gear, and this isn't even uh, Kristen Dunst or whatever. Who, who wasn't that? Well, no, I was talking about like workout gear. But you guys know she has the exaggerated swagger of a black teen. You know that. <laughs> oh my god, baggy sure. pants on. She looks like she just stepped out of um. Oh, what's that movie with Morion and and uh? Oh god, I can't remember the movie where there's like they're they like dance and all this stuff. Fuck, what's it called? Uh, you're talking about Marion. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I can't remember one of them. One of them dance movies. One of them. Yeah, one of them dance. Any dance one, just think of it. But uh, it's funny. Uh. Who was it? Uh, Billie Eilish. She just posted FL this weekend, and she mm. they did a the one of the skits that she did was like a a Christian group wanted to add some more flavor to the to the I guess the nativity scene. So they wanted to, the they wanted the people to be more hip hop. So like they were like trying to do like oh you got to do the the hip hop walk basically, and like it's literally them doing what this girl was doing on the on the on the TV or whatever. I guess that's how I mean, they, on the, the on the YouTube video. That's how they see us, apparently. <laughs> so. mm-hmm. yeah. But also, maybe think of um, that episode of like Fresh Prince where Carlton went to the ghetto and he was trying to be hard, and he had to like learn how to like walk a certain way, which was yep. fucking funny. Yep. That stereotype is always out there. Yeah, there definitely are. That's hilarious. I'm gonna have to look, watch. I didn't even see this trailer. Now I have to see this trailer and look for that fucking hip hop walk. There, there, from and what I when nice. I watched the video, I didn't see hip hop any like hip hop walk. She walked around a little bit, but she was mostly <laughs> running, like at like at 45 miles per hour, which is amazing. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I think this is the meat. Here's the meat of the the I guess the concerns of the writer. So they felt as if there were stereotypes of the character about her being very angry, her having fallen through the cracks of society and being on the verge of prison before she goes to this fantasy land. So, you know, what's amazing about that? If you think of like the infamous games or you think of like Vi <laughs> from Arcane or a whole bunch of other characters who are angry and in and out of prison or got problems with like the law and all of that. It's not completely a, you know, having to be a stereotypical only African-American thing. That's interesting. I got to see this trailer. This this seems like someone's doing some magical leaps here. Possibly. What's the game again? It's called Forspoken. However, when you watch the trailer, none of that is there. This is stuff that they witnessed behind closed doors. All right. And the developers. (laughs) So, I don't know. What's uh, uh I know there was some stuff that was dropped earlier today regarding uh well we got a new trailer for Matrix, uh the Matrix four. But there also we also got some information on some I'm not sure if it was an actual game that's coming out or, or we were just seeing some unreal engine fucking futuristic shit because it's a goddamn the, the stuff the stuff that I saw was like there there's parts of the tra- of the of like the I guess of the demo that they gave where it's like shit, is that really Keanu Reeves or is that like like the fucking Unreal Engine, like it kept going back and forth, and I was like, "Holy shit, this shit!" It looked pretty good, but at certain points, we we're like, "Okay, that Uncanny Valley was being hit over and over again." But well, do you guys have a chance to check that out? Yes, I've seen bits and pieces of it. 
Yeah, and I think it could be cool. Dude, it, it was, I, it was you, fucking crazy. I saw like some statistics, and it said like it's gonna have 160 miles of, of roads on like the air, area that you're in. It looks like you're gonna be somebody that has the power of Neo in the game. So it'll be super interesting to like have like basically be a god and just like walk around like like you got some Saints flow going on. If y'all ever played uh, Saints Row, <laughs> you know what I'm it, talking about. <laughs> like in the in the gameplay that they showed, it looks like it's gonna be based in San Francisco. Like, I mean, because I know that uh, it, they did some filming out here for the previous Matrix movie. Nation but, uh, yeah, but whatever. When I drive around the city, I'm like, dude, that's like, that's like the freeway for, like, the 101 and the interchange and this now. Like, this is totally San Francisco. But, like, when they show, like, the actual city view, I'm like, okay, there's a few buildings that are missing that's from, San, that's, that, like, iconic San Francisco, like the Millennial Building and uh, the, 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 what was it, the Pyramid? I can't, who owns the pyramid building? Well, the pyramid building. Trans, like those... Trans America. Yeah, that building was missing from the from the video footage. But like, it it looked like San Francisco. But I don't know. This shit look. It looks legit. Like holy shit. It look. It looked fun. I can't wait for it to come out. If it's actually gonna be a game that they're gonna drop I'm for uh, Matrix. I'm excited for the Matrix in general. Like I'm. I think it's really cool that they're bringing back a Matrix game along with the movie. I think that especially with today's technology, it's gonna easily. It's, they can blend together. You know those two concepts like way better than they could back in the day because we, we had actually some decent at least one decent matrix game back in the day that i remember playing that was really good so we'll see if uh how, how they do this one yeah yeah uh, so I, the main character she's thick <laughs> oh nice they got some they got some good physics going on for her i'm just <laughs> I, saying I, and she's I, black. Never get my, I never get my hopes up too high for, you know, slight movie tie-in, but, you know, there's a whole lot of, like, material with The Matrix that you could do really, really well. But really mm -hmm. quickly, going back to it for a second, because I finally fucking watched the goddamn trailer, so it seems like it's a mix between, like, a Final Fantasy game and maybe elements of, like, The Witcher, almost? Yeah, yeah. You know, with, like... Third person magic, super colorful, super stylish, uh, artistic action. Yeah, nothing hip hop in that for shit. At least from the trailer I saw. What the fuck? Go ahead. But actress is beautiful. Yeah, she, yeah. She's <laughs> you know, like uh, uh, anyway, see the trailer for yourselves. I like the trailer. Yeah, I like everything that I saw. I mean, you got you can fly around and shit and run really fast and like do crazy yeah. magic damage and stuff. It looked it looked cool. I'm, I'm interested. So, yeah, I, I, I'm right there with you, Kronos. I'm I'm completely on board. I I'm interested. I'm gonna keep my eyes on that game. Uh, uh, I'm, your... I'm looking for the hip hop walking. I'm that's she's just fucking walking like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know. I can't think of any other games that I saw that... Because I didn't see anything about Gotham Knights, uh, which I was hoping to see, so nothing... You know what's confusing to me, though? Obviously, they're both two big DC games and whatnot. Now there's three with Wonder Woman, but I, what's dropping first? Is it Suicide Squad first, and then Gotham? And then I Wonder think... Woman? I don't know. That's a good question. COVID push a, lot, um, push a lot of games back, so I don't think any of them have, like, solid dates. And if they do say they're solid dates, I doubt it. Yeah, I'm <laughs> with you. We got, we got plenty I'm of games that we know are going to come out soon. So it's actually been well, a surprisingly good year of games this year. Oh, for sure. Know? Yeah, because Gotham Knights doesn't drop until 2022, but there's no confirmed there's date no, for that one. Yeah. 
No hard date. And then, oh, Gotham Knights. I don't think there's a street <laughs> date for that one either. Same with same, yeah, same with uh, Suicide Squad. There's no release date. Just says to be determined for 2022. But mm-hmm. you know what though? Because it's been so long since what was it, Arkham Knight. Um, you know, take your time, but make sure it's really, really good. Both of these games. I know they're not by yeah. the same studio, but just make sure they're really solid and, and and come up with a quality product. Don't half-ass it. Yeah, don't don't pull a Cyberpunk 2077 and yep. push it back three times, and then <laughs> the game still sucks. Yeah, yeah. You literally just can't have that. But like, hmm. sir, let's go back a little bit though, Chronos. You're you're playing Deathloop. You wanted to break that down a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Deathloop was a really surprising game. Like, it's nothing like you've ever played before. I can say that for for <laughs> certainty. Uh, first of all, like I said, it's like one of the blackest games ever. Like when you hear Colt first start talking, I was like, oh, like this dude's black black. Like whoever I don't know who did the dialogue. <laughs> like. I, oh, I know that the voice actor, the voice actor that did it, uh, which is funny because I shouted him out on Twitter, and then I saw that he was actually one. He was actually the most recent uh, judge on uh, who would win. So I thought that was really cool. <laughs> uh, who would win is uh, James Gavsey and uh, Ray. I forget his last name, but they do a really cool thing of like you know who would win in like a in like a death battle or something like that. Um, and it, it's it's a really cool uh, podcast. Um, if y'all want to check it out, check it out. I highly recommend it. It's a, it's a lot of fun. They have a judge, and he was one of the guest judges. Anyway, um, yeah, when he first started talking, I was like, damn, like, this guy, like, is he, first of all, he's a really good voice actor, and then, like, the way he's saying everything is, like, really cool, and, like, him just trying to figure out, like, what the fuck is going on, because he just, like, wakes up on a beach, and he's like, what is going on? Maybe I drank too much, and then he's, like, looking around, and he finds <laughs> a gun, and then, like, as you're walking up to the beach, like, all of a sudden, there's, like, these words that over that over lay like around the landscape like questions that he has like answers to himself and like shit like that and it's just it's interesting because you're stuck in like a time loop and so the day's broken up into like four parts it's like morning noon afternoon and night and then there's like i think there's four zones around the on the map and they're all different and then depending on the time of day what happens on those four zones is different too so what you have to do is to break the loop you have to kill these visionaries which are people that have like these these powers and so and you have to do it all in one day to break the loop if you don't kill them all in one day the loop just starts over and you wake up you wake back up on the beach with nothing um damn until you figure out how to get how to like basically have your equipment pass over with you um if you die or if your day ends and I think that was, like, a really cool way to, like, get around the, like, rogues-like, you know, games. Is that you can invest sort of, like, this money-type system into your weapons and equipment to make it uh, pass over with you. And you get, like, these powers called slabs that you get when you kill the visionaries. And so if you kill one of them, like, you'll get, like, one of the powers that I had, for instance, was, like, I forget what it's called. But if you, you throw this thing at a person and if it hits them, it, it links, like, their life to everybody around them. So if you hit somebody with this thing and you shoot them in the face, everybody gets shot in the face. <laughs> so it's like so it's like a really cool power another one is like to like kind of do like a short range teleport or like um disappear i don't know what the other ones are because i haven't found them yet but basically when you start playing the game like you have w- weapons that kind of suck and then when you kill visionaries you can get way better weapons plus their slab which is like their sort of magical powers and then you have to like build upon those powers to like get like the perfect loop going so you can kill all of them and as you're doing it 
you have to like go through like all these clues and like how can I get to these people? Because like a lot of them are like really highly protected by like these henchmen, and when they come after you, they fucking come after you. So like if if you get caught, it's like you know you're you're in for a battle, and sometimes you you can kill them, but it's like there's sometimes there's way easier ways to like kill people if you just like pay attention to like what they're t- like. You can literally just walk behind somebody or like near them and listen to them talk, and you'll pick up clues on like what to do to like a better way to kill somebody, or you just find clues by like reading shit and they made it even kind of simple because anything that Colt reads like he'll remember so if you read like a code to a to like a vault or something like that he'll remember the code like automatically or if there's a better way to do something like he'll he'll remember like a way to go around it like one of the best examples I can give that I've went through so far so like this one this one chick that you have to oh uh, shout out to Clay super chat again we're just super chatting all, all night tonight this is like the most super chat we ever had in one night so thank you very much Clay right on Anyway, there was, like, this visionary that I had to kill, and I killed her a couple times, but she's always difficult to kill because, first of all, she's surrounded by a shitload of henchmen, which are hard to get through, and then, like, at the bottom of, like, this level, it's, like, full of gas, so I can't, like, hide at the bottom because I'll die from this gas. So I have to, like, put myself in, like, this really weird position of, like, getting shot at while I'm trying to shoot through this window to kill this thing, kill this visionary who has powers and shit. I've done it a couple times, and, like, the last time I did it, I was, like, going through a computer, reading through messages, and it's a code to a door that I went to before, but I couldn't get it because I didn't have the code. And apparently if you go if you go through this door, there's like a secret passage to like go up behind where this visionary is, and you can just kill him without going through any of the henchmen. Super easy. And so it's like clues like yes. that to like get around, you know, uh, how to kill these people. So it's just like it's it's like uh-huh. a it's like an action game, an RPG and like sort of like a murder mystery type deal sort of too. Because you really got to pay attention yes. to, like, what you're doing. So it's like, yeah, it's just, it's really different. It's it's a lot of fun. How are the, the graphics on this? Because for some reason, when I think about this game, I, I, mean, I thought the, the, like, the polygon system was, like, pretty low on this. Is it, like, high quality, like, really graphically done? Or is it, like, you know, we're looking at, like, fucking picks, not picks on, uh, I can't think of the game. Have you played... Like pixelated. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Like, it's super pixelated, yeah. Yeah, so this is what's weird. So when you're watching, like, the gameplay, you'll notice that, like, the henchmen, they kind of look like shit. And that's probably what you're thinking of. It's like the, the character models for, like, the, the regular henchmen, they look kind of, like, generic because they're always wearing, like, these sort of generic masks. And, like, their clothing also looks kind of generic. And that's kind of by design. Um, the actual visionaries, they're high, they're highly rendered. And like the rest of the background and stuff like that is like it's stylized, but it's still well rendered. Um, but yeah, if you're looking at like just like the basic henchmen, they look like you know some generic, semi-pixelated things. And then when you shoot them, they kind of phase in and out of um, existence a little bit, like it's weird digital. Okay, I... yeah, I remember when they I think they announced it at E3, and it was just an orange and black screen, like you know the characters were all black and just polygons and stuff like that. And every time I think about this game, that's what I think about, like. I actually went. I looked it up again, and like it showed the the polygons and orange and black background, and that's that's the only way I remember. I don't remember it having like high graphic details or anything. Yeah, it's 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 pretty well detailed. It definitely doesn't look you know old gen. It looks it looks definitely this current gen. I mean, it's yeah, it's a good cool. looking game. Um, the only the only like small complaint that I have is that when I'm taking damage, it doesn't feel like I'm taking damage, which is kind of weird for me to say that because usually if you're playing modern games, when you're taking damage, like you feel it in the controller. And there's, like, visual cues on the screen that you're taking damage, right? Usually the screen will get redder, the screen will shake a little bit, 
stuff like that that you probably intuitively already you know understand that hey i'm taking damage but in this game for some reason like when i'm taking damage like i don't get that same feeling so maybe i, I think they might need to like change the way it, it rumbles in your hand and also have like visual a, a better defined visual effect when i'm taking damage because there's there's been times where like, like i'm like i got i've got shot how many times like i didn't even know i got shot at all and there's other times where like people are shooting at me and i kill everybody i'm like how did i not get shot because it's like literally the same feeling <laughs> but everything else is weird because like when you walk i can feel every step in the controller like serious like it's every single great. step you can feel in the controller yeah it's really it's it's cool because it's like you know the new uh dual sense but but then taking damage like they they didn't really tune that in very well at least for me you, you, you said this was a uh or colt is a black ass character when you started talking about slabs god damn it uh, of course the first thing i started thinking about was those houston cars and shit yeah. and i was like oh man here we go hmm. but obviously that's not in this game i forgot to talk about the other <laughs> aspect of this game that's really fucking cool so the game is actually it's so as you're playing the game there's this chick named julia that can come in and just fuck up your whole thing because she's basically an asshole to you like the whole time and she will jump into your game even when you're playing single player she will invade whatever space that you're in and she'll lock down the area so you can't escape so usually you're, the way the loop works is you come into a loop you do some things if you want to you can kill a visionary and get their shit and then you escape into the tunnel when you escape into a tunnel that uh you bring all your stuff that you got with you and then you can like invest points to uh keep them or not um but that basically ends that that part of the day for you but when she comes into the game it locks down the exit so you can't leave you have to either get to this um you have to get to like this little radio tower thing uh, and disable it or kill her and disable it i mean usually if you're going to disable it, you probably have to kill her first uh, and what's cool about her is that if you're playing online julia is another person and she has power oh, similar to you. Yeah. yeah and she can she can um she can blend in with anybody in the game. She has like his other power sets. I haven't played as her yet, but it's like it's really interesting that you're like you're stuck when she comes in the game. But I didn't know when you're playing. I didn't know it was always online until like one yeah. time I paused the game, and all of a sudden I died twice. And I was like, "How the fuck did I die?" The game was paused, and then I you, you had to go to offline mode. Yeah, that's one of my favorite things ever. I love games that include the invasion shit. Yeah. With another player, you're doing your shit. You're killing enemies, computer enemies. You're, you know, going about your merry way. And then all of a sudden, someone invades and wrecks your shit. Or you decide to be the invader. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. I love you it. know, that, that hell reminds me of Reboot. Remember that, that series? Like, yeah, you, you, yeah. like the, the, the character in that game, you mind your own fucking business, and the fucking gamer comes in, and just the whole goddamn city just gets imported into a goddamn game. And if they lose... That whole fucking city is fucking level. Just like holy shit, really? Ribble was a, that was a great fucking show. It was. And they re, they actually did a, a more recent one. I think it was on Netflix. So yeah, yeah it was horrible. It was, was it was it? it was. Oh yeah, it was, it was like a they brought kids. live action into it and just. Yeah. But they brought back some of the cool characters. Like they had the a lot, a lot of the villains, but yeah, it's just it's up there with fucking uh, Death Note. Wow. So anyway. live action Death Note. Deathloop, I highly recommend to anybody. It's very fun. But the only the only caveat is, um, like, you're going to die, like, a bunch of times. So you have to understand, like, the way the system works. Because if you just keep dying, you're know, like, well, I keep dying. And I lose all my stuff. And all I have is a stupid pea shooter. It's because you have to actually pay attention. Like, you have to get this stuff called residuum. And then, like, invest points in this stuff. But it takes a couple of deaths to really understand that you have to, like, get this thing. 
Um, and then after that, once you start building like your sort of like your deck, like your loadout, then it becomes fun because you can like customize your character. Because there's like one time I was playing the game, and I was trying to sneak up on this person to like get their their slab, and I messed up. And I was like, all right, I guess I'm just gonna go loud. Cause I, but I had a good loadout for going loud, so I'm like, all right. So I'm killing everybody, and all of a sudden, like alarms start going off. I'm like, okay, alarms. Well, just come get me. I'll just kill you. And so I'm killing everybody, and then all of a sudden, you know, most people around me are dead. And then in the background, it goes, um, containment unit failing. Um, containment at 50%. I'm like, okay, I don't really care. I'm just going to keep looking around. And then containment at 65%. I'm like, oh, shit, it's going up. And then containment at blah, 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 blah. And then it got to like 89%. I'm in like a, a, in like a, a fight. And seconds later, the entire island explodes. And I died. I died, died. I was like, all right. I, I did not know that they were like trying to warn me to get the fuck out of there. <laughs> That sounds fun as fuck, though. You know, yeah. I, I wonder if they'll make like a a sequel to it and make you multiplayer. Like, could you been squatting over some friends, like trying to do fucking missions? And every time a guy, every time one of you die, like a guy have to like go back and loop it all over again or something like that. Well, it'd be even cooler because like, so when you kill one of the visionaries, you can like suck up like their like their essence, and that's what that's what your your like money. Wait, is, like, Nan Nancy stuff. Reagan? It? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> dude, fucking dude. That's, that's the name of this episode. Yeah. Nancy Reagan in it. <laughs> essence, Nancy Reagan takes your essence. But it would be cool to like out there taking souls like uh, homeboy from Mortal Kombat. Well, no, I mean that, that'd be Damn. a bad idea though. Like you know, to, to kill somebody and then like grab it'd be like grabbing dog tags, like in uh in like a Call of Duty. But you use like the dog tag yeah. for points to like d upgrade yourself. I think that that would be a really cool thing. Dude, yeah, that, that game sounds like it's right up my alley. I, I, I definitely want to play it. I picked it up during Black Friday because it was super cheap. pretty fucking cheap, like 20, 20 bucks, 25 bucks, something yeah. like that. Oh, wow. Same thing. And I was like, why not? Yeah, I got Deathloop for down. like 25 bucks. I got Guardians of Galaxy for, Galaxy for I think 30 bucks. And then I got um, this headset. This is the Pulse 3, which is really good. Um, yeah. I got that for like 80 bucks because it was on a slight sale. Then I also got. Uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising for I think maybe fifteen dollars, so yeah. Okay, very good things about that one. Yeah, that's why I got it. it was cheap, yeah, so. Deathloop right now. If you buy it online, or whatever, it's it's forty dollars. So yeah, you got got that shit for baby half off. Yeah, and it, it was ten out of ten on IGN. Yeah. It's highly rated on Metacritic. There you go. Yeah, dude, I I can't wait to sink my fucking teeth into that shit. Maybe over so the wait, uh, on the. Break. On the cover, there's there's a guy and a girl. Can you play as different sexes? No. So Julia is the one who invades, and uh, he. Mm. So Julia is trying to preserve the loop, and then Colt is trying to break the loop. Gotcha. That's cool. That's that's great. Oh shit! Oh shit! Uh, old Ned, are you still on that Halo, or what, what's going on with that? Yeah, I just got a. Uh, so I got the campaign. Uh, a couple of days ago so i've been playing it and like it's funny because i'm i'm like playing the game and it feels like it feels like halo but i have the um you start with the grappling hook i'm like dude this is awesome because i can literally go on um, virtually almost anywhere and it's like it add, it's weird because it adds like a whole new level of like gameplay to it at least for me and it's like it's cool because it, it, at first it starts you going from A to B, A to B for a little bit, and it's like, you know, oh, it feels like Halo, you know, aliens are familiar and they're a bit more brutal and they talk a lot of shit. 
And then you, because you don't start on the ring, but when you get to the ring, that's when the game totally fucking changes. I'm like, what the fuck? I totally forgot that it turns into a fucking open world game. Like, you get a map, and you get, like, stuff to do, or you get, like, these objectives to do. They have, like, um, so there's forward operating bases, and they've all been taken over because you've been out of the loop for, I guess, months. And, like, your, your forces are kind of losing. So there's these forward operation bases that have been taken over by what's called the uh, the Banished. And if you retake it, it gives you a fast travel point, as well as resources like guns, vehicles, and stuff. So like, oh, this is actually pretty cool. The more uh, for FOBs, forward operation bases, you take, the more resources you can get. So you can get Marines to show up to help you out. You can call in more stuff. I was like, oh, this is actually pretty cool. And then they give, um, you have high value targets. They're kind of like bounties. So you take them out. They all, each one has a modified uh, weapon of all the base weapons. And each one's have like <clears throat> different firing. So for instance, there's one, I killed this dude. He had a sniper, but his sniper had explosive rounds. So I was like, oh shit, this is awesome. So once I do this, I can go to a forward operation base and call that sniper up and take it with me and go wherever I want with it. Um, it is kind of weird that you can't replay certain missions, but I'm having a lot of fun. Um, the map, it looks kind of small, but if you've ever played the um, the recent Tomb Raider games, you know that an island can turn into, it feels like a fucking continent. There's shit everywhere. And like the more places you take over, the more the you know the map you you can see the whole map, but more objectives on the map you can see once you like start taking over spots in the game. So it's like weird. I, you can set whatever you want to do. Um, you can be, be a lot more creative in your combat, um, especially with the grappling hook. You can switch out your grappling hook for other um, abilities if you come across them. You can upgrade your uh, Master Chief now. So the more stuff that you find, you collect, oh. you find dead Spartans, and then you can take what they had and then upgrade your gear to be I got better. a question. I got a question. So is Cortana they didn't cover up Cortana though, did they? Is she somebody mm. else now? Uh that's a complicated there's a complicated nah, answer to nah. that. Tell me if they covered her up and all it's, that. It's yes it's yes and no. That's why I said it's complicated. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wait, can you pick her skin? Because that'd be fucking great. No, in in I got, multiplayer I, I wanna there's a character I want to put a skin on of her. Of <laughs> there's a person that I would like her to be, and her name is Nancy Reagan. <laughs> oh, <laughs> damn. God damn. Come on, Nancy Reagan. Like, oh, Master Chief, you looking mighty <laughs> fine. <I'm> looking, <laughs> looking <kind> of... <laughs> oh Broke my up. god. Oh shit. That's just right. terrible. <laughs> but yeah, so there's technically at the moment there's two Cortanas. Okay. Where I'm at in the game. So one is semi-naked, the other one's in full, like, UNSC gear. So, there you go. I don't, don't like want to give two... One. <laughs> you haven't even seen her. <laughs> I don't like so it. It's, it's been weird. So, it was funny to me. I'm playing the game, and, like, I didn't choose any of the story missions, and I'm, like, getting all this gear and upgrading and stuff. I'm like, oh, I should probably progress and find out what the fuck happened to my squad and why, you know, what the the... Um, banished or doing on the ring. So I'm playing through, and something happens in the game where I'm like, oh shit, these are brand new enemies to this franchise. Like, and it's funny because the Master Chief makes fucking comments about it, 
and this new Cortana, who's not Cortana, is commenting about it. She asked the chief, hey, have you seen these before? He's like, nope, these are new. Gotta kill them. And I was like, oh, okay. They look like um, those Wizard of Oz flying monkeys, but kind of like lizard-like. So I'm like, what the fuck? And they are... It's kind of weird. Based on what energy... any, Based on what weapon you have, they could blow up and like kill you or they'll just drop and die some of them will try to like um call in reinforcements and stuff and they're flying they're in the air hovering around so they're a little a little tricky to get and i was like oh shit it's been a minute since i've seen new enemies and then i ran into another new enemy and turned out to be a boss and that was kind of a fucking thing so when, when they add in that campaign co-op at the earliest you're looking at may of God, 2022 Man, earliest well, right now, um, Xbox Series X anyway, so you can get the Series yeah. S pretty easily, but the Series X is still hard to get your hands on. Still hard to get, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, so hard to get. I want to say I'm still pretty early on. Um, the map is kind of weird because, like, you're on the ring and it's broken, and where it's broken, it looks like there's a giant vertebrae where it's at, and I'm like, what? I haven't been to where it is on the map. But it looks kind of funky. I'm hoping it gets explained. It could be a rail system, like a monorail system. But it looks, when you're looking at the topological map, it looks like a fucking vertebrae that got broken. Kind of like what might have happened to Nancy Reagan back then. Oh. Just, <laughs> but yeah, I'm enjoying it a lot. I'm hoping to get further along in the story over the weekend. I'm, I'm kind of wondering, because if you have a, a Windows, I don't know when Windows installed the uh, Katana to it, but... Like if you uh, on your Windows computer, at least it's like like at least 12, 10 or eleven or up, there's a katana button on the bottom. I'm surprised they don't do like a cool little like CGI like character that pops up and you can like interact like kind of like with the like with Microsoft Office how they had the, like the little paperclip that you could work with like it's all oh if you need help, I want to be able to click that button and katana pops up and like I can like talk to her or interact with her and she like walk around my screen. Actually, no, that so, sounds like some other thingy. Y'all remember that, that also, everybody everybody knows on their about. keyboards. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say this. Uh, for what you just requested, like maybe five minutes ago, is probably why they don't do it. Because someone would probably try to reskin her as maybe Nancy Reagan or, <laughs> or her some other chick, and they'd be like, what yeah. the fuck? So, True that. Yeah, I know. I mean, does Alexa have like a, a, a 3D body? No. No. No, she doesn't. Yeah, so. Same shit. But that, that's what that's what could make her different than everybody else. Could I mean Siri doesn't have a fucking well. Nah, because Siri is Siri's in Portal, so maybe there, there'd be too many edge lords that would never leave the house if there was a court like a three D Cortana on their on their rig or but laptop. There, <laughs> I remember back in the day, it's probably still around, but there was a. Uh, you know when you're on your when you're when you're doing searching when you're doing research, <laughs> and it's like a site that you go to. And a little girl will pop up on the bottom right side of your screen. She starts dancing and stuff like that. And there's like an app you can download to keep her on your screen where she can continue dancing. Mm-hmm. You guys remember that, right? No. Nope. You guys seen that, right? <laughs> Definitely. <I remember> <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah. But, yeah, I'm liking Halo Infinite a lot so far. Uh, they just updated multiplayer with, with new modes. There's supposed to be new maps in early 2022. Um, I feel like Halo's back. I'm loving it a lot. A lot of people are, I'm playing with a lot of people. So it's been it's been fun. I'm hoping to 
get through the campaign within the next couple weeks. So good shit. Yeah. Glad to hear it, man. We had a hard on game today. Yeah, I mean, a lot of gaming stuff came out over the past week. So are we going to next, gentlemen? Uh, oh, no, we, go ahead. I would say we, we touched on Arcane a little bit, and we did, we haven't really dove into there because I think a few people on the podcast wasn't really caught up, but, like, should we go, go off and spoil the shit out of it now? Because it's been a that, couple weeks, this series. I mean, was goddamn so fucking good. I think I, we can yeah, all say yeah. probably with with certainty that it's the best video game adaptation of anything ever. I mean, yes, I can't think of anything <laughs> even close. Y'all, y'all get into it. Go go deep inside. I I have two fucking episodes oh. left, but please go. No, let's go. We'll wait. No, no, no. We can wait uh, till next week. It's fine. We can wait. Oh, yeah, we can wait. Yeah, man. I like I've been like I watched the series like. uh Chronos, I think, was the one that brought up in the podcast. And um, I was like, okay, yeah, it seems kind of cool. I started watching it, and I was like, holy shit, this is dope as fuck. Fucking Jinx is bad shit fucking crazy. But, yeah, we'll save it later. Lou's <laughs> <laughs> been itching to talk about it. I, I yeah. have, man. Cause that, that ending, like, holy shit. <laughs> you guys, yeah. oh, let's talk about, uh, so we're talking about Netflix. Let's talk about Cowboy Bebop being canceled. Oh yeah. You know, have funny. you guys have you guys watched all of Cowboy Bebop? I only watched episode no, one. I need to watch live more. Action? Yeah, I, I don't know why I haven't watched one. Well, I don't know oh, why I haven't man. watched more, but I need to watch more of it. See, for me, I thought it was. I mean, it's it's not. It's nothing like the anime. Like it's. I basically took that out of my, my head and just threw it away. I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna watch this and just watch it for it being like a cool show. And this is basically like a a space. Spaghetti, uh, spaghetti western. western. Yeah, yeah. Like it was, it was fun to watch. It's, it's not Cowboy Bebop, but they use similar seasoning that Cowboy Bebop had, and I kind of was looking forward to season two, even though at the end they there's some shit that happened. I'm like, okay, this is. It almost made, it, what happened at the end took me away from the series, but I still wanted more of the series. But well, I guess. You guys, we'll talk about it later when you guys finally get there. Well, this is kind of weird, but I mean, there was uh, no season two of the the show, so I mean, there was the there was the show and there was the movie. So, well, okay. yeah, the show didn't have a series, a season two. So. No, so I'm not. I only expected one season of the show. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you'd kind of dance it around something. I mean. As a whole, a lot of people didn't really love this show. I mean, in terms of the ratings uh, for both the critics and the uh, the viewers, weren't great. I mean, like, literally, I thought it was in, like, the 50s or something like that. I haven't seen it for myself. Um, that but you also, decent, though. Huh? I mean, everybody's going to have their different opinions. You know, that's yeah. fine. But, but I'm just saying, I, I also as, like, a whole, as a whole... It, it oh, I, I love the love action version of Death Note, the Japanese version. Yeah, but as a whole, it didn't seem to get some great uh, reviews and get a whole lot of love. Uh, a lot of people just did not flat out enjoy it or whatever. I haven't seen it for myself. Um, but th- then the other thing I was going to say is not a whole lot. There's a sprinkling of some of them. I think uh, Jupiter, whatever that Jupiter show was, was one of them. But Netflix typically doesn't cancel stuff right away after the end of the first season yeah if something has done really well so yeah wait so really quick where does metacritic does it go to 
10 base scale or 5 base scale? Metacritic goes to 100, so it's at 47 on Metacritic. Uh, 47, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> well, with, uh, yeah. with the animated series, they had well, it has, 26 it, episodes. Metacritic, the, it has like nine. a meta score and a user score, which are two different like metrics. Yeah. So. Go ahead, Blue. No, I was just saying that the, the animated series had 26 episodes where the live-action version only had, I think, 9? Mm-hmm. 9 or 10? But uh, there's a lot of stuff that was left out that didn't make it from the animation, but I don't know, I, th- I thought it was... It was... Well, honestly, um... Was it, uh... Say, say her name! <laughs> Humble oh! Say, say she name right. Say she name right, yeah. That dude, he Stokes. he killed it as um as Jet. Jet. Yeah. Like his character, he was like on point. But then again, there was also like, you know, his his beard he had and stuff was kind of like, okay, dude, like really, I guess could have done better. But overall, he th- he fucking killed it as Jet and like um, <clears throat> homeboy from American Pie versus or also um, God, I can't even think. Oh, John Cho. Yeah, he did a good job as as Spike. Like I don't know, he he kind of brought in also the girl who played uh Faye, Daniela Pinita. I think that's how you pronounce her name. She did, I, th- I I thought everybody did a really good job. Like everybody brought the characters in there, but it, I guess other people weren't feeling it. Okay, I was gonna say what was wrong then. So well, no, like like some of this, the stories were very similar to how the anime was. Um, they tried their best to try, really try to make a live action version of the anime, and I, I don't know. I mean, there's some parts that are bad, but then also we were we were missing um, Ed. Like Ed wasn't in it, and that there's a lot of stuff that was like, okay, Ed would have probably stepped in and fixed some shit here. But then there, there's lesbian scene. I can tell you that. Like that should have saved the show from the get go. <laughs> oh man. That should have been the reason why the show probably got two more seasons, but I guess, you know, they didn't show what happened in the lesbian scene, but the lesbian scene happened, and I was like, okay. <laughs> uh, let's switch it up just a little bit, because this is going to be a big fucking week. You got not only, I think, Spidey drops tomorrow or whatever, mm-hmm. but you also have, uh, sticking with Netflix, some season two of The Witcher, I think, is on Friday. Toss a coin. It is on Friday. Yep. Well, I'm actually so... watching the first season right now. Um, cause it oh, was... shit. Okay. How does it hold up? And I'm not the only one. It's it's actually in the top ten on Netflix right now. <laughs> season one of The Witcher. <laughs> yeah, nice. it holds Are up. you rewatching it? Yeah, I'm rewatching it. Fuck it. Yeah. It's, it's holding up fantastically. Like, we just watched episode two at the end. It was, you know, the Toss a Cornier Witcher song. Still slap. Yeah. Just saying. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a it's really funny. good show. My sister-in-law, she, she watched The Witcher. And she's like, I don't understand the show, but just... <laughs> uh, Kevin, uh, Henry Kevin, what's the name? Henry Cavill. Kevin Cavill. She's like, he's just hot. That's the only reason why she's watching the whole entire show, like, because he looks fucking buff and sexy and stuff like that. But yeah, The Witcher, and I sh- that show was really good, especially, um, what was it, Jennifer? Yeah. Jennifer? Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 she was bad as hell. Not at first, though. Just a little picture. Yeah. That's what they call it in the show. Yeah, she, <laughs> she had a little Quasimodo in her at first. That she did. <laughs> she did. But she did the whole like Cinderella bippy boppy boo and just you know, <laughs> she's ready for the ball. <laughs> yeah, they just fucking pull out her uterus and then there you go. 
<laughs> but like for a series, like I remember, um, like the timeline is different because you see, you see, you you see the Watchers, not the Watcher, the Witchers timeline, and that's totally different than what's happening with like mm-hmm. the Princess or some shit like that. Like I'm, I'm, I, I need to go back and watch it because it's been like what, like two years since it yeah. originally dropped. Yeah. Yeah, it's worth it. Um, COVID fucked up the uh, the filming schedule. I, I think this would have dropped last year, but it is what it is. Go ahead, old engine. Uh, did anybody watch the anime? Because I heard the anime is really good. Yes, it's also yes, on I Netflix. Did. It was badass. Really? Was yeah. it a movie yeah. or a series? I think it was a movie. Okay, pretty sure it was yeah. a movie. All right, I'm gonna yeah, watch I, that. I, watch I don't, it yeah, I don't think it's very. Long. I think it is. It's like a ninety minute movie or something, something like that. But I heard it was really good. Yeah. I haven't watched that one. I need I'm all to. on, on board. Then I, I'm, I'm going to check that out. The, the movie. I'll at least watch the movie. I don't think I'll have time to rewatch all the season one because that was like what eight, seven, eight episodes, something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Something. Okay. Um, but yeah. Have any of you watched uh, the Wheel of Time? Not yet. No. I'm I'm slacking. It's yeah. not familiar. So it's a. Is it on Netflix? No, it's actually on Amazon uh, Prime. Amazon Video. And so it's a one of the most prolific probably book series of all time. Um, it's by a guy. So it's really interesting because I didn't know about this book until like one of my coworkers talked about it, and then I was reading another book that somebody recommended um, by uh, something Jordan. Give me one second. But the the main guy. Let's see. Yeah, I see a lot of people talking about this recently. Yeah, because I mean the the book series is really good. So Brandon Sanderson is who I was thinking. That's that's a series that he wrote a series that I was really into, and then somebody else recommended kept talking about the Wheel of Time, and I was like, I heard about that book before, but I never read it. So I read like the first three, maybe four books, and they're good books, but it's one of those books, especially the first one, where it just kind of drug, it kind of dragged on for a minute. It's they're fucking long as shit. When I say long, they're like twenty plus hours on Audible. I think one of them, I think the first one was like in the 30s or something like that. It was their long. God damn. So it's like a lot of stuff going on. And I was like, you know what? This in the show, they have a good opportunity to cut out like a lot of fat from the books and like make it into a more coherent story. Not that the book was bad, but I was like, hey, there's definitely opportunities here where you can cut out stuff to make it be more cohesive and like flow way better. Um, and so the guy who wrote it, his name was Robert Jordan, and he actually passed away. Um, before he finished the books, but he knew he was going to likely die soon because he had some sort of cancer, I believe. And so he had a bunch of notes on how he wanted to finish the book series and he picked Brandon Sanderson to finish them for him. And so he finished, like I think it was the last like three novels. So it was like really interesting. It's like pretty wow. rare that you see something like that happen with books. Anyway, um, the series is really good. And what they, they took some, some things that they did differently in the show from the books were good some of them not so much but almost i would say like 90 percent of the things that changed from the books were positive changes um and they like they it's full budget you know you got some scary looking fucking monsters and shit you got people getting messed up um got some semi-sexy parts not really it's not like game of thrones sexy stuff but they have some you know stuff and that's also another kind of a large change um, but it's like a one of those really long, like epic stories that's going to be told, and it's it's really cool. If you're in a, you know, fantasy, this is going to be right up your alley. So, I I like these these the book series on uh, on Wiki, and they have the length. They 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 show how how many pages is the book. So like, they're like mm, earlier books are like three hundred 
300 plus pages for the for the paperback and you know 350 for the hard book but the audiobook like holy shit like for for the book for the fourth book it's the shadow writ the the shadow writing and it's a 40 hour goddamn audiobook like god yeah. that's that's long as fuck god damn the hell and if you if you were to download them all so on here it says if you were to download and read all the books it's 11,898 pages for the paperback and it's 19 days and 5 hours and 25 minutes for the audiobook. Man, that's just one one piece art. That ain't I mean, but they really are good books. So like True really that. especially for fantasy books, like this they're fantastic fantasy books. You know, they have deep lore. I think somebody I was reading somewhere and it said like they, they have like over like 7,000 characters in the book series. Like god damn, that's a lot, but I'm thinking I'm like, oh yeah, I guess like where I'm at. I'm on book four. I haven't started book four yet, but I think I'm on book four. And it's just like, yeah, there's already like a lot of characters that are in the books. So yeah. Damn. Yeah, I, it's, I, it's, it's kinda some of the issues like these books span over I mean the the first book was dropped in nineteen nineties and the last one was dropped in twenty thirteen. So this is a good 23 years yeah. of content. So, so I, don't know, I, I, keep, I keep hearing good things. Yeah, I was going to say, I keep hearing good things about this show. Uh, my only question with Amazon is, is it like all released at once? Is it like three at a time or weekly? It's weekly. And what's annoying is that I, I don't have early access. <laughs> oh, fuck it. Like, like, literally the only show that, that Amazon has that I don't have early access to. I'm like, what well, is going like, on? You I'm need waiting. to hit up your Hit up the plug. Hit up the plug and be like, "Look, yeah, <laughs> don't do this to me." Why? Like I was, I was literally waiting for this, and yeah, nothing. So I have to watch it with yeah. everybody else weekly. Amazon plug. What's up? You got a tap? Yeah, I've nothing. I've heard nothing but good things about the series. Like, like I'm actually curious about watching it. Like, what the hell is the Wheel of Time? The only thing I have to think of is uh, the Wheel of Time. Turn, turn, turn. Something, something, something. Well, one, one other quick from? thing about the uh, about the books in the show. If you're a, if you're a lady, you probably really like it because it's like uh, it's very um, empowering for women because these women can wield like this thing called the one power. And when the men try to basically they they have a whole division of these chicks that just go out and kill any guy that can wield the one power because they go apparently they go crazy and yeah. So these they have all these like crazy powerful women that have like basically magic. And yeah, okay. it's it's like it's it's really cool. Is there is there one woman who has like all might T power? No, <laughs> oh, don't do that. There is this one chick called the Armorlin Seed who's like the head chick. Oh. So she has got a bunch of powers, but yeah. And and they have like a, another chick that's like an asshole. Like, <laughs> yeah, they they have really strong female characters in the in the entire show. Good shit, good shit. Uh, uh, sorry, just a quick little thing. So I was talking to a coworker about a. Uh, my hero academia and i was like uh yeah man like you know i watched it and there was like almighty like he's such a fucking badass dude so chicks like, all who wait what <laughs> he said almighty again all, I, I, I still call him almighty and it's so fucking i don't even know why just almighty almighty sounds so much better than almighty it makes 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 it
mighty powers mouth. That ass. You you're That's gonna mighty. need one of those riot shields the next time we're on stage. <laughs> yeah. That's what's gonna be, yeah. be necessary for your ass. Somebody who listens to the podcast is like, damn, they keep bringing up this goddamn fucking <laughs> podcast, fucking all my thing. Like, I, I wish I was there. <laughs> you should have yeah. been there because that shit was fucking great. We did record it. We did record it. Go back and listen. <laughs> yeah, we did. Damn. Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm gonna, I got to share that link with my coworker. Like, hey, yeah, man, like, check this out. You ain't the first, <laughs> but you're the least violent. <laughs> do that shit. What do you guys, what do you guys like, uh, got going for, like, Obviously, it's almost the uh, fucking holidays. Are you? You have any traditions? Obviously, Blue, you got a brand new baby boy. You know, what are you guys doing family wise or whatever with uh, for the holidays? I'll start. I'm gonna throw my life like away and start smoking crack. That's what I'm gonna do. It's gonna be great. <laughs> Damn. I'm gonna keep it nice with a hip hop walk though. Hip hop walk, crack smoking. I'm just gonna <laughs> go straight to the tenderloin, find some crack, keep doing it, never stop. It's gonna be great. But I mean, there, there is that one time that's like I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. I'm pretty sure that was about cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Dude, oh, okay. It, some people don't realize this even to this day. White lines. That one song. Yeah. Uh, Blow away. That was all about coke. Like. Yeah, it was. It took me even, until last year to figure that out. <laughs> well, even in uh, the weekend, has a song up here on on one of his songs. He talked about how like. Um, Starboy. Yeah, I think it was Starboy where he talks about like um like having lines made out of ivory. Oh, mm-hmm. you think it's about a, a piano, but then he's like she clean she clean it with her face. She she is my baby. Like she's like this. So pretty much all of his songs are all about drugs. Like like I want you to know, like a vast majority of them. <laughs> you know. Which is awesome. That Daniel yeah. used to do that shit with brown sugar. I mean, Wait, round trick about drugs? Cause I thought I just thought it was about fucking pussy. <laughs> yeah, that's what it sounds like. It. Wait, I is mean, it? It, oh, could, it could it could it apply to both. I mean, I get high on your love. You tell them how to maintain. You can't. You, uh, so pussy's well, never you know, done that to you. No, but look at the rest <laughs> of the lyrics. Uh, got a, even got a big sister by the name of Chakatai. Like, it, keep, look look at the at the lyrics for uh, D'Angelo. I See, just I, like. I, how, the weekend cities on that shit that you can't smell. <laughs> I hate, hate being a dope because a lot of the stuff that we listen to as kids have a whole different fucking meeting now. Like, I uh, oh got what song would I listen to earlier? Uh, there's a song by uh, Jessica Simpson where she talks about like uh, she's like, I'm down on my knees waiting for you to explodes your love on me or something like that. It's like Yes Nancy Reagan Reagan style. She probably learned from the best. (laughs) Right? Like (laughs) the songs we listen to as kids is not it's they're they're just not the same now. It's just not this fucking same. But Brown Sugar Baby like I thought that was like, you know, I mean he was wearing he's like like had no clothes on and stuff like that. I thought he was just talking about like, you know, going down on a girl. Yeah. If you thought Lady Gaga's poker face was actually about poker, mm, shit, is it not? No, what is that not. about? No, it <laughs> ain't. Is, so, I, I need to know what is it about, man? Because I, I thought it was about it's, poker. It's basically about her, like with a dude, but she wants a, a another chick. So she's like faking it with this guy, and he can't read her poker face as she's lusting over a different chick. Oh god, I need to go back and listen to the lyrics. And then. Uh, <laughs> What's the uh? uh but what, what about she, uh? She what about one twelve your... pizzas and cream? That's not a 
That's not about like eating fruit with like whipped cream on it, right? <laughs> Bruh. I'm fucking, I, I, that one that one was super fucking obvious. <laughs> God damn. Dang. What's just well, the I thought we were talking about some Christmas shit. You went, you went <laughs> Well, I talked about crack, but you know. There's that. That's yeah, like, sure. I'm so, making it a white Christmas. Well, no, so, white, so, some red rock Christmas. Kind of jump back to Christmas songs. There's that whole, like, uh, Honey is Cold Outside. Like, that one was, like, that was, like, date rape. Oh, uh, we, we doing this again? Yes means yes. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it doesn't. No doesn't yeah. means no. Uh, yeah, you're right. Right on cue this time of year, someone is going to start complaining and bringing that whole thing up again. Like some song from seventy years ago is bothering them. Here we go. Mm. Well, it's funny. S- sorry, I gotta bring this back up again. SNL did a skit recently, and they did the whole like "Honey is Cold Outside" and did the whole with the guy like, "Oh, well, here's a jacket." Like, <laughs> 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 no, <laughs> it's like this shit's fucking funny. Right, what a, yeah, what I'm, I'm, I'm seriously looking at the lyrics of "Brown Sugar Baby," and I'm like, it's, it's my my innocent eyes as a kid is not reading this. As an adult, like holy shit, like how did I know this wasn't about drugs? Because we didn't do drugs. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know? That could be why. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, for Christmas, uh, I mean, this year we're still under like COVID rules, and California is going back into the indoor lock, indoor mask thing. So, because the Omicron variant, Maybe. and not even just the Omicron variant, like people haven't stopped dying thousands at a day for like the longest time. So, I guess people just pretended that shit wasn't happening. So. Yeah, very close still, to million dollars. I mean, million people. Yeah, people are just you know, whatever. Anyway, um, my my youngest daughter gets her first shot um, on the twenty second. I'm gonna see if I can get my booster in with while she gets hers, because now going going to the doctor with her now is gonna be a whole fucking different thing because she's been traumatized from seeing a doctor. So, yeah, oh. it sucks. Uh, for Christmas Day, uh, I know. I don't think we have we're just doing normal christmas stuff i'm looking forward to seeing uh mishka she's gonna be here this week sometime i think on friday we're gonna hang out mm-hmm. probably mm-hmm. on saturday too i'm gonna actually meet papa bear in person on on yes. saturday oh, no shit. i've never met him in real life so oh wait you guys you guys to meet when you're down in san diego no we ended up not working out um but we're going to meet uh he's coming he's going to i think washington he's so he's driving there and we're, oh, gonna meet up, we're gonna meet up in uh, I think Merced or something like that. Oh, okay. yeah. Nice. So I'll drive out there and we'll we'll have dinner. Him and his family. Good yeah, shit. that's that, that's all I got. You know, just regular pre- presents and stuff. Once again, I did the super black thing. It pisses off came back every year of not putting up Christmas lights. Um, <laughs> yeah. Ain't nobody got time to put pay those electric bills. I don't know what it is. <laughs> well, this oh, there's, before, a, there's like a Twitter thing going around. For like black folks are like guessing how much somebody pays for their fucking PGE bill for having Christmas lights up. Like, oh, oh, they, 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 them, them motherfuckers are paying like at least two, three hundred dollars for them lights. I mean, I, I used to do it in like the the Union City house, but that house wasn't that big. Well, this house isn't big either; it's small as fuck. But the other houses that I had were just they were too goddamn big. I'm like, I'm not gonna have string up all these damn lights. But <laughs> you know, they about hire somebody. My brother was telling me that there's some somebody that he one of his firefighters he gets paid like oh yeah. I think you said it was like a hundred like companies out there over hundred twenty thousand dollars in a season, just to put up lights. And all he does, God, like, he charges people. I think it's like five, depending on the size. Like it'd be like five hundred dollars or something like that, just to put them up. And they don't even keep the light. Like the lights are his, 
and then he just recycles them. Like he just he puts them up, takes them down, and then next year does the same thing. He makes like over a hundred thousand dollars just doing this. In you know what? Single season. It's amazing. I can I can see that because like I don't know. Say you're charging like at least a hundred dollars an hour to put up these lights. Let's say fifty dollars, and it takes you like maybe I don't know, like three hours to decorate a fucking house like properly. I mean, I'm talking about like plants and trees and blah blah. blah. But then you got to go back and take that shit down. <laughs> like, you're fucking double dipping, basically. Like, holy shit, like, that's some, that's some good fucking money. And it's all yeah, just, the other thing labor. is, yeah, but every year, someone busts their ass and breaks their fucking back, you know, slipping yeah. on a ladder, not knowing what the fuck they're doing. So, of course, people are going to be willing, if you got the money, to pay folks to do it. I don't want to get on a fucking ladder in the, you know, during rainy ass weather and shit and colder weather. Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to pull a, you know, a, a Griswold. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Fuck yeah. that noise. Shit. Oh, uh, you staying local, old ninja? So I may have to work, unfortunately, but um, I may try to finagle my way out of working. And then I, if that's the case, then I'll end up in Sacramento with my my mom, my niece, and my sister, and then just hanging out with them for like a day or so. That's pretty much it. That'll be good shit. Um, like uh, Kronos was saying, Mishka and the kids are going up north uh, visiting some family, but they'll be back the day before Christmas Eve. And so I'm just really looking forward to having some like fucking nice, quiet ass downtime. Uh, it's it's kind of been off and on raining down here, so I just want to fucking chill, play some back from you know, blood, gaming. Fight. Yeah, yeah. I'm on, dude, you can't wait. You can't wait to be gaming. You be like, oh, no interruptions, uninterrupted gaming. <laughs> that's like that's like when you was a kid, you busting all over the house, and your parents went on vacation. <laughs> so well, I gotta. I still gotta choose one of the fucking games to join you guys. Y'all motherfuckers are always on late at night. I'm just fucking chilling yeah. watching television. Yeah, dude, we, you could always we could always do some Cold War. We could do, uh, like I said, we're, I'm playing Back for Blood with Old Ninja and Hobby a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. so but, pick something. But I know, like for the holidays, like the sweet side, we don't really have anything seriously planned. But like. People hit me up like I was like, oh, what can we what can we buy for the baby and this and that and this and that. It's like, fuck, dude, it's like hard to, cause he's not, he doesn't he doesn't do much. Like he's not really into. I mean, he he's into musical instruments. Like he loves his like little piano thing that we got him and and he loves. I I will say the thing he loves a lot is fucking books. This little kid like he loves like whatever I read to him. He's like touching the book and like throwing it around like he would like when he's on the floor he will crawl to his book collection and like pull them like like the books are in like a sleeve and he will there's like a sleeve of like four books inside that sleeve and he will go in there and like pull out a book and I'm like holy shit kid like how the fuck are you even doing that like it's it's not an easy thing to pull the books out of there so yeah buying buying gifts for an infant our baby is actually pretty fucking hard so i think i'm gonna go like the the prodigy miska around but like hey you know what donate to the college fund either buy them books or donate to the college fund like that's there you go. probably the best thing you can do right now yep yeah because he's got plenty of toys already yeah he's got yeah and there's only like a handful of toys you really play with so there you don't go. Want to waste your money. and you know we don't want people buying clothes because <laughs> he just grows 
The kid's like a weed. Like he just grows through them. Like so, like he's got. Cl- it's funny because like when when uh, Nancy and I first had him, we we're like, okay, we're only buy like a minimum of clothes. But it's like, okay, there's this cute outfit. There's this cute outfit. This cute outfit. And all of a sudden, he just wears it once, and just that's it. He grows out of it, and like he's on to the next size. And yep, it's 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 crazy. Like we we knew about it, and literally, you're buying clothes for a for a picture <laughs> for him to mm-hmm. photographs in it, and that's it. <laughs> and then it's off to the next. Why do you think I'll like just... we all hand me down clothes and shit? Like, I mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many outfits that uh that Riley has that you know. Prodigy's kid, like his youngest daughter, or his only daughter has, that she had a whole bunch of her clothes. Mm-hmm. And there's like... What? Go ahead. It's funny, because like, heavy down, like, our kid plays, like, Stitch gave us like a good treasure chest of fucking toys. Yep. And my our, our kid loves jumping, a little jumper that Stitch gave us. He likes the little fucking game, like the controller thing. He loves playing with that. He loves playing with like a lot of the TV toys, like, He's like the hand-me-down game is like strong with like little kids. It's 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 fucking cool. Here's a, a quick little thing about like clothes and kids. So clothes in general, if if you have a bunch of clothes that you're just trying to get rid of, like the best thing to do is just give it to your, like your friends. Like instead of giving it to yep. um, like the Goodwill or whatever, even though the Goodwill gives you you know outfits, but the vast majority of those clothes they just get thrown away. Like. It's it's pretty crazy. I think it's like some like ninety percent of those clothes just get thrown out. Cause it, you know, so, but if you give it to somebody else that you know definitely is going to use them, then then do that. Um, I got a bunch of stuff. I'm just gonna because we have way too many at this point. I, I have to go to the goodwill. But just like a few clothes here and there, or just post it on Facebook for your friends. Hey, anybody need this stuff? Someone else say something. You know, especially when it comes to kids' clothes. Most people need kids' clothes. It's in in some size or whatever. Even if you think you have enough, obviously they're going to grow. So you just get the next size up and just save you some money. And, because, you know, most kids don't wear the same outfits all the time. It's Especially when they're, you know, between, like, the ages of, you know, like, infant to, like, probably, like, five or six, maybe. You know? Constantly going through the clothes. One interesting thing, one interesting thing too, is with, like, uh, diapers. So, like, all of a sudden, your kid be wearing, like, one size of diapers, and then all of a sudden, like, bam, they're all to the next size. Yeah. And, like, well, the, the, kind of the main reason why you want to go up a size is because they're blowing the fuck out of that that smaller size <laughs> like it, it's not i'm not talking about like like they're, they'll like poop outside a diaper like they'll piss outside a diaper too like that diaper was it's just not built to contain the, the size uh, the size that 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 baby is gonna off and it's it's actually kind of hard like hand off those like those unused diapers of that size like i mean there's some daycares that would take it but like it's really hard to find like daycares that would take diapers and like one funny story so somebody got us a box somebody got us some diapers and i i researched to find out where these diapers come from because like you know like walmart might sell diapers like pampers but it'd be like a pack of like 217 where like target they'll have like a packet of like 205 like you can tell like where they come from and these diapers came from fucking walmart and i went to try to take them i, I didn't i didn't take them to walmart to return them I sent him to Walmart to be able to exchange them for a size bigger because he outgrew them like so fucking fast. And Walmart has this stupid fucking policy where like, I mean, it's it kind of is what it is. But if it's something that's over twenty five dollars and you don't have a receipt for, you can't return or exchange it at all, even though it's their fucking product. 
and you want to just exchange it for something else, they don't do no gift cards, no, like, uh, I guess gift cards, only thing. Store credit, they do store credit. They're like, no, we can't fucking take this back. And it's like, it's based off of, like, on the website, it says it's based off of the manager discrepancy. So I was like, look, <laughs> I want to be a black Karen and be like, hey, let me speak to your fucking manager. Manager came out, I was like, nothing I can do for you, bro. I'm like, I just want to exchange these for fucking. I almost wanted to play like a sippy card, like, look, I'm a single dad. I got these daggers, and I, I, I can't afford anything more. Like, I was, I was trying to fucking exchange. So I got like a box of fucking diapers that I can't, I can't use. Like, like I hit up some friends like that just recently had babies, and I don't know. It's just, it's just hard to get <laughs> to get rid of fucking diapers. It's kind of crazy. Wow. Well, that, right, that's my little rant. No, it's all good. <laughs> um. We should probably wrap it, guys. I'm a little tired. How about you guys? Unless you got one of the one of the top. Yeah, no, that's good. Let's do it. Well, dude, what you got popping this week? God damn it. Uh, so I just watched the current episode of Hawkeye, and there's a big reveal in this episode. I'm surprised a whole lot of people aren't talking about it. Um, there's a little like slight nudge to uh or to Spider-Man. Um, into the Spider Verse live action or whatever the fuck it's called. Um, I'm home part four. Sure. I'm in. <laughs> um, uh, also, I'm looking forward to The Witcher. Uh, I'm probably not going to blow through all of it this weekend, but uh, I'm definitely going to watch at least a couple episodes. Um, I'm looking forward to Book of Boba Fett, which I think is in, in two weeks. I'm um, just waiting on that. I just finished Lost in Space season through season three, the final season. I'm probably going to talk about maybe a little bit next week. I'm um, just going to be playing some Halo it, Infinite. What's up? No, I ask you how it lost. I liked it. I, I think it ended on a very strong note. It, there's a it's a lot more action packed than the previous seasons, even though the previous season still had a decent amount of action. Um, uh, I want to talk about it further next week. I hope. Some of you are able to get a chance to watch it. I'm still watching, uh, what was it, uh, Young Justice Phantoms. Last week's episode was pretty interesting. Uh, I saw that the, in the credits that Kevin Garneau wrote the latest episode. I was like, oh, this is pretty interesting. He's a cool guy. We had a chance. I don't, It was uh, Blue, Cronus, and myself. We had a chance to talk to him at WonderCon a couple of years back. Was it two, three years back? Yeah, something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was pretty cool to see him still with D or working with DC and Marvel and whatnot. So that was yeah. pretty cool. Um, other than that, probably going to play more Back for Blood with uh, Prodigy. Hopefully he doesn't fuck up. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. What kind of switch got? Oh, nothing much, you know. It's looking forward to the end of the year. So, yeah, get rid of a. Uh... Yeah, just leave this leave this year behind. Hopefully next year will be better. So, yeah, that's all I got. Damn, that's sobering. All right, yeah. <laughs> what you got? Um, quick, uh, quick little shout out to this video. Her birthday was on um, was on Saturday, so happy birthday to her. Um, we got the little little Sebi little little Bash just slowly fucking becoming a goddamn man and it's interesting to watch him progress because he's he's like at first he was army crawling now he's like kind of elbow crawling like he's got the whole crawling thing down so it's like holy shit like (laughs) 
life has fucking changed like instantly once he learned how to like move around. Uh, but yeah, this coffee watching him grow. Uh, I'm looking forward to the fucking Matrix uh, movie that's get released next week, the 22nd, which 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 is great because it's gonna be on HBO Max. So you have HBO Max, you can watch it on there. You don't have to fucking break quarantine and go into the fucking theaters and get COVID like Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Or no, sorry, not into Spider-Verse. No way home because I'm stuck in detention. <laughs> like I wish Disney or Sony would have released that for the theaters too, or for for you to be able to watch from home. But uh, I mean, I said this, what it is. But I'm looking forward to that. Actually, I don't know when I'll be able to watch it, but I'm actually I'm still looking forward to it. Um, the Flash, the Flash Armageddon season, and like wrapped up yesterday, and it's it's actually pretty fucking good. Like they did a pretty oh, good job. Yeah, because I watched it earlier today. And I thought oh, I, yeah. they did a pretty good job. They they kind of kill off Joe, and I was like, "Wait, what the fuck? Like, you can't get fucking Joe? Like, come on, man! Like, what the fuck?" And then it all kind of makes sense more toward the end. Um, I don't want to spoil it too much, but uh, yeah, it was, the Flash is still doing a really good job. I don't I haven't watched any other DC shows on CW lately. Like, Supergirl wrapped up recently, and I, I didn't know that series was even back, so I don't even know what happened this season. But, um, so wait, Supergirl is all of it's on Netflix now, so like all back. of it, yeah, all of it, all every single season. It's weird because the final season is uh, part of season six, so they treat season six as the final season. Even technically, it's supposed to be season six and seven, but whatever. But it's all on there. That's how I finished Supergirl. I missed a couple okay. episodes. I went back and watched it. Because I know that HBO Max has the CW shows on there, so I was like, I went on there to try to see if it was on there. But if it's on CW, I'm gonna go. I mean, not CW. If it's on Netflix, I'm gonna go check it out. But uh, yeah, it's on Netflix. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm not sure if uh, Cronus is still down to do a photo shoot this weekend. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It'll be like early, in okay, the I, like afternoonish, maybe. So. All right, I'll hit you up with that. But... Yeah. Oh shit, Mike. Fucking... <laughs> Your whole mic just went limp. My mic must have my mic must have met up with uh Nancy Reagan. It's like okay, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, uh, also, also photography. Uh, the sweetest and I, we actually did a photo shoot with our son. We did a family photo shoot last week, which was fucking kind of cool because it's being a photographer, taking family pictures is fun and all that, but like it's it's hard to coordinate. You, like you have to set up a camera to do timer and this and that, and the baby's like looking off to the wind or whatever. It's, it's good to have somebody that you can focus on. But uh, it was the pictures came out great. It's kind of cool. But uh, yeah, that's that's about it for me. Share share, share some of those in the chat, and I'd love to see them. Um, for for me, uh, last night it was really special. I got a chance to watch uh, uh, the Warrior game with Steph uh, finally hitting that uh, all time three point record. So that was kind of cool. Um, other than that, I'm playing a ton of Back for Blood. Uh, I plan on doing that all this fucking weekend and trying to fucking unwind and just kind of ease into the goddamn new year, man. It is what the fuck it is. And then we will be early January. We're going to have the, uh, golden necklace up and ready. Yeah. We didn't even talk think- about it yet, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll get it. We'll get it. You know, how we do, we do, we be doing shit late sometimes, but we'll have it in early January for y'all, your asses. Old Dead, you take us out. All right. You just experienced Black and the Black Times Infinity? Infinity. Whoa. Broke out. <laughs> <laughs>
Thank you, Spike. Yeah, he did. Check us out anywhere, everywhere with B the BTI, B T H A N B T I, anywhere. Or you can look up Black and Black Times Infinity on Amazon. We have an app that lets you know when we go live. You can email us at B the BTI at gmail.com. And we also have a Discord out there somewhere. Oh, and check out our official website, binheadproductions.com forward slash B the BTI. Man, at last, has succeeded in penetrating further and further. Oh, I can definitely stop now. Yet many questions remain unanswered.